But anyway, I don't really care. If I can't bring it, I can't bring it. I just really like how it's painted, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of a that. cool little vehicle, too. So, Kind right? of the same reason why Jesse and I played that massive Tank Wars game, because we had all those tanks. It was like 3,000 yeah. points. Yeah, it's fun. And the most important thing to do is have fun with the hobby, man. Right. Yeah, yes, sir. Play with your toys, for Christ's sake. Unless you don't want to. If you want to leave them on a the shelf, go ahead. <laughs> no. Do do what makes you happy. That is not the American dream. It is to play bolt action and bolt action only. Well, we're we're talking the Australian dream tonight. I don't know what that is, but man, I'm gassy tonight. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, leave that. In. Why, why would we? Why would we have to know that? I don't know because I just farted. I didn't know if you heard it or not. No, okay, so whoever no, edits this, one, we we're can't hear that. that. I could hear it. We're opening with that. Jeez. Whoever edits, we're opening with that. Oh my that's god, fine. You guys! And we're old. we're kind of floating the idea of people supporting us, and that's that's what we follow up with. Nice. Yes, yes. Snafu. Situation normal. All all fouled up. This is Snafu. Welcome to another episode of Snafu. I'm your host, Rick. With me is Dale. Yep. Yes. Pat. Present. And Jeff. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> Hi. So we we are talking. Oh, we should redo that. I can so I can do an Australian accent. accident, oh, accident, not accident, accident. It would be an Australian accident, is what that oh, would be. We're not God. going back, and we're talking about the armies of Australia. So by popular demand, yeah, that's and we actually kind of left it up to you guys this time, and it's it won out vote wise as far on Facebook as to who, what what topic people wanted. I think we had three or four people that. Spoke up right away and said Aussies. It was pretty quick. It was a landslide. Four people wanted it. <laughs> it was like four people. Out of like, like was, seven that replied. Within <laughs> within like 30 seconds, I felt like they had answered really quickly. Like everyone was just waiting for that question apparently. Yeah, let's do it. So all seven people that are very attentively listening to Facebook or watching listening Facebook. Listening to Facebook. I like it. Well, they could be blind. Listening to Facebook, know. watching our podcast. Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. However it works. If that makes you happy. It's a Saturday night here in Minnesota. we got nothing else to do. It's cold. It's not that cold, but it's cold. The snow is still about my drink. I'll be right back. Yeah. Snow's still knee-deep in my backyard. Yeah. There's caterpillars on top of the snow. How messed up is that? Yeah, dude, I saw that picture. I didn't understand it. I'm like, how is it even possible? I don't know. He's halfway across my backyard, though. He keeps moving. Oh, he's he's not dead yet. No. I I don't know how. I thought something to eat Oh, I thought a bird would swoop down and scoop him right up, but yeah. Apparently, they're be. just as confused as he is. I had a. I had what a dead is that stupid thing doing? <laughs> Who knows? I had a dead bird in my front yard, and I was like, oh, "I'm going to go pick that up." And I went to go pick it up, and it was gone. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like some crow just got it." <laughs> I hope it was a crow, but no. anyway, did did Dale actually leave? Yeah, he had to get a beer. Oh, uh, Dale's I, an adult beverage, probably. I got oh, it. There it is. There it is. All right. We'll what do we have in the night tale? Just for uh, um, when I watch soccer or go to the soccer games, I drink Surly Furious. So I've I've moved from the um, from the first over to the Furious. So very nice. 
And just listen to that nice foamy pour. Little, little pour, yeah. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> all right, we could have that for three minutes of our our, our break music. It just that I was uh, I was all out of bed. Might need a Fosters to do it. <laughs> oh yeah, Fosters. That's right, Fosters. Fosters. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That, which actually, I, they don't drink it there. I was they just, just going to say, it. I don't think they drink. I'm that. pretty sure they don't even ex- export it anymore. I'm pretty sure they just brew it in the United States and ship it around and call it an export. That's sort of like if we tried to push like PBR hams off on another country. It's like an American. Well, no right. one drinks. No one drinks American beer unless you have to. Yeah. Big, Some, big big box beer. Yeah, it's just yeah. The the corn beer, you're right. But Brew, craft brew, whatever. We're we're trying to catch up to everybody. Some some are doing all right. Yeah. Some. I'm waiting for this new ice forge that I keep hearing about. <laughs> that shit ain't happening. <laughs> as much as I want to do it, it just uh, I was talking about opening a brewery long ago. But regardless, let's talk hobby let's do it all right hey i did some hobby did everyone else do some hobby is Mm -hmm. that a joke (laughs) oh that's right i'm sorry i'm jeff's like (laughs) jeff's winning the hobby jeff is the hobby he is wrecking the hobby he's he is kind of making me making me not want to work on anything because i like i'm like i'll just watch jeff finish stuff that'll be great i painted two models and jeff's like hey i painted an entire army like thanks like, Sorry. That's a, no, Dave. Free time is great. <laughs> anyway, so I got primer. Oh, watch out. I got primer on like <laughs> 25 dudes. I don't know. I, yeah, a couple. I got three or four units primed. What, was this like, was it like just one color prime or? It's, I, so I'm, I'm in the middle of the Zenithal highlight. So I'm in the second. I just did the second layer. Hey, two color highlight. What? You're there. Zenithal? Oh, I heard NFL highlight. I'm like, what? That's, that's unique. He dropped yes. back through a Hail Mary. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm painting all my dudes look like Brett Favre. Yes. No. It Brett just... Favre. In the Packer or the Viking uniform, though? Yes. Yeah. I got more guys. I got more than one. I can put all what? every Every uniform he's ever worn. Well, that'd be two. He was a Jet Three. for a while, too. Oh, God, he was a Jet. He was yep. a Jet, and he was in the... He, Played for Mississippi. I mean, you yes, can have some did. college, you know, even high school teams. He was still good back then. Sorry, I brought it up. It's okay. That's Zenifel, you say? Yes. So the the yes. You and have for the those three. of us who aren't uh, fancy, what the hell does that mean? So it means you're so you paint them black, and then you're 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 blasting primer or in my case airbrush paint from the top of the model down, and you're basically getting the pre you're basically appreciating your model. It's you can go look it up. It starts with an X, so uh, I don't know how you spell it, but it's, it starts with an X. I know that for sure. I'm just getting does, no. Does it? No, it doesn't. I've seen it. I've seen it with a Z. It is with a Z. Yes, it's Zenithal with a Z, like Zenith, which is means top down. Very good. Right? Yeah. I thought that was a TV brand. Zenith? Yes, that is also a TV brand. It's a shitty TV okay. brand. But that's what I got done. So, uh, Jeff, do we want to say? I'll well, save Jeff for laugh because he's going to show us all up. Uh, Dale, did you? Oh, Dale, do you want to talk about anything? I've I've done hobby, but it's not bolt action related. So, but so I am working. <laughs> so you're pleading the fifth, is what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. It's not even bolt action yeah. adjacent. Uh, it's yeah, it's not even adjacent. But they might have, I am. They yeah, might I have am, bolt guns though. I am painting and putting models together, and it's it's. 
I'm enjoying it, but it's not bolt action, so it doesn't necessarily um, belong. So what we're saying is that Dale's side chick is becoming needy and taking over and threatening to cut the wife out. No. No. <laughs> you sure? I, I'm not. Well, you might be saying that, but I'm not saying that. Okay. So. Well, well, we'll have a conversation when we need to... Uh, Intervention. Is it called? Yeah, intervention. That's what I was the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Be careful because you might get sucked in. So it's Probably possible. <laughs> I've, I've tried no. numerous times to get involved in that particular, and no, nope. I, all right, I so end up selling my crap off. <laughs> I've done it so, twice. Yeah, Pat, what uh, where are you at? I am actually starting to mock up a display board for Bug Eater. Nice. When's Bug Eater? Oh, yeah, June. June. And of First the four of us, and of the four of us, Jeff and Pat and Rick, was this a definite no from you, or are um, you still trying to work it? I'm trying to work the angle, but I'm thinking good. it's still a pretty good no. It's okay. a pretty solid no still, but we'll see if it changes. I had, I had originally signed up, but it turns out that my youngest daughter is graduating <laughs> that weekend, so <laughs> it turns out I can't go to Bug Eater. So, oh. so Isn't um, that thing recorded? Um, e, e, no. No, no. So my actual wife, there's no way I could I could get past that. There's a lot she'd put up with, but not that. So, <laughs> so is You're it gonna miss what to play a game where? I don't think so. <laughs> the um, your display board is this for a new army, or are you just trying to update your display board, or what's uh, this is? It's not a new army. I'm still playing British, but I'm doing Market Garden, and I'm doing the the garden element of Market, which should be the thirty core. And uh, I'm going to be kind of mocking up the Hell's Highway as a display board. Oh, cool. That'll look awesome. Are you going to have any destroyed tanks that they're trying to get around? or I just started mocking it up. I haven't really put that much thought into it yet. So Okay. That's a good idea, though. Does anyone have any destroyed tanks they might know about? Uh, I do. <laughs> um, but they're German and Russian. Yeah, I don't think that helps. That would be really... Some rivet counter would freak out. Probably, and smash your display board. <laughs> I would Hulk smash. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> you never know. No, no one would do it. All right, that's yeah. I saw some pictures. Or did you? Was that the beginning of your display board? Uh, the beginning of my display board is in my head and on a sketch pad. So oh, if you've okay. seen that, I'm quite impressed. No, I just remember you sending us a picture oh, with some stuff on it. Yes. I didn't know what that was. I just kind of mocked up about the size I was going to need with some models that were fairly representative of what I was trying to put on there. Got it. Yeah. So that's, that was a size mock-up. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's that's what I saw. So, okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Anything else, Pat? That's that's good. That's good for a that's month. Good, that's a good one today. All right. Yeah. So, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. You finished yeah. your third army this week? Uh, fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what did you do just this week? <laughs> uh, just this week, I, I finished all the winter Germans. So that's uh, four 10-man squads, a Hetzer, Half-Track, and three or four uh, Mortar, Neville were for a couple small teams, whatever. Got all them done and painted and based. It. I'm pretty happy with them. And then You should be. They look great. They do yeah. look great. And they, they and they performed very well too in the game I played. So that I, made me I happy. noticed, yeah, that made me quite well, happy. Flame vehicles, kind of, turns out they're pretty good. Well, they're not bad. He only they did bad. he only did one half the board in. 
<laughs> yeah, it's too bad they're not allowed at the Bug Eater. Yeah, where did you see that, by the way? Because I was looking that up, and it's not there. I saw that as well. It was there. Where is it at? It's in the Bug Eater crap you should bring and crap you should leave home stuff. Oh. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's... I looked you, today and did not see it, so... If you go there and you look at the bolt action um, section, mm-hmm. there's a bit there that talks about... It tells you how many points it is and kind of the army composition, and it mentions there's no flame vehicles, so... Well, let's find out. Or vehicle flamethrowers, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I no like Fire Nation. That's what, that's, yeah. Well, whatever, because the rest of, yeah, today and yesterday and today is I finished up two more half-tracks, uh, an armored car and a tiger, so, tank, so. Just that, today. That was wow. today. Yeah, that was just today's work. Um, it's really, I'm telling you, man, when you get a system, it's really easy. And the system for the camouflage patterns I was using is something you suggested. I just got some silly putty. You know, and you break it up and you you use that to uh, block mm. on the tank. Spray a color around it, peel it off, re-block, spray. I didn't think anybody ever paid attention to what I said. Oh, my God, it makes that so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, the problem was is when you're doing five, four vehicles at a time, you know. That's an I, ample supply of silly putty. Right, I tend to get a little impatient, so I blocked the, the most noticeable colors and then freehanded a couple colors, and it turned out okay. Sure. I, I got seven eggs of silly putty if you need any. Good so. lord. <laughs> you, I, I had to hunt for one. Was it Easter? It took me no. a few times. Comes in eggs. Buy right? them in bulk. Yeah, buy them in bulk off Amazon. So. Yeah. That was huh. actually pretty tricky to. Do you. So the question I have for you, Dale, because I haven't really. I have some, but I don't use it very often. Is do you reuse it or are you. Once you've used it, you throw it away? No, I reuse it. Okay. So it has some, it has some longevity too. Yeah, right? mine. Okay. Mine's like 18 months old, and I can still use it. Sure. Does it get different colors on it? Well, well yeah, but you're not yeah. painting the putty. You're, the putty is being used to... I use it as a mask, out. too, yeah. actually. You can just mask parts of your miniatures, well, which um, is really handy with the airbrush. Right, and I'm going to jump in here and tell you that I did not try to avoid painting over the silly putty. I just sprayed from a distance, and it's got at least 10 different coats of paint on it, and it's still working just fine. Yeah, it's okay. such a crazy material. It's silly. It really is. Silly putty, shocking. It really is. Uh, so yeah, that was that was today's project. And then last week, in the meantime, I also painted up three Shermans, finished out Oddball's platoon, and added a eighty-eight, and finished both ducks and decaled them. And yep. Okay. So yeah, anyway, I'm that. I'm done painting armies now. Literally, I've got three French armies, a German army, and an American army. So I'm I'm pretty well set on armies. So I ordered. Uh, about a hundred dollars worth of train, so you know that'll be the next project whenever it gets here. Cool. So okay. yeah, I'm, I'm hauling through; it's fun. <laughs> yeah, whatever makes you happy, and obviously painting me, models you, make you happy. When you you know this is a story I tried to explain to people because back when I was in school and super stressed and busy, I played a lot of video games, and people were like, "How can you possibly do that?" I was like, "This is how I unwind," mm-hmm. and now painting is how I unwind. So if it's stressful, I paint. Yeah, and I'm with you 100%. That's why I'm so stressed out is because I'm not painting models. Yeah, right? It's but, the best stress relief. Yeah, it really is, just being able to sit and quietly do your own thing. It's like yep. meditation for me. Yes, that's exactly right. Yep. Better so meditation. As long as, as long as what you're painting is is going the way, the way that you hope. I was cleaning my airbrush Fair, and uh, yeah. wasn't yeah. paying attention. I had a couple of miniatures too close to end up 
that were fully painted, and I ended up splattering them, and I was like, oh, my God. That would have so, drawn yeah. a string of profanities out of me. Yeah, so don't be a moron, and painting is amazing. <laughs> Keep your paint area clean, boys and girls. That's that's the moral of that story. Or always yeah. point your gun in the right direction before you discharge. <laughs> that's what she said? <laughs> Jesus. Not even drinking tonight. Anyway, um, okay, I think that covers hobby. We did a lot. That's actually fairly commendable. It's a fair amount of hobby being done. Did We're you all men- actually hobbying. Did you mention your tiger? Well, me? Yeah. Just yeah. that I, yeah. I, okay. Briefly, you, yeah, no, yeah, I think okay. I, it's, it's the only one that doesn't have decals on it because I had to, I have so many decal sheets I had to dig to find it. So that's probably okay. when, we're, when we're done recording, I'll probably go stick the decals on. <laughs> and so. yeah, sweet. Yeah. Okay. And for the record, I'm looking at this bolt actually for bug unit. I don't see the no flame vehicles. Yeah, I didn't see it either. But Pat sent something in our in our tool. Just saying, it says it. I don't know where he found that. Yep, no flame, ve- no vehicle flamethrowers are allowed. Where the fuck? Where is this? I'm literally looking at the GT Bug Eaters game page, 2018 bolt action. What to bring? Good attitude, rule book, seven copies of your list, measuring tools, dice in your own order, dice in your army. What yeah. does it tell about the points points restriction? It doesn't. Then you're on the wrong page. What? Where the hell is the page? That's what I'm asking. This is literally the bolt action drop down. So which army are you taking to Bug Eater then? Well, I'll still bring the Germans. I just, I'll, I mean, let's be honest. If so I can't, you're changing sides. If I can, yes. Okay. Well, I said that at the, at the New Year's resolutions. I'm bringing the Germans this year. That's right. And if I can't bring the Hetzer, fine. I'll swap in the freaking Panzer IV with, Pan, with Tiger Fear because that's such a, you know, that's, that's such a powerful a crutch. rule. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, think about the boards. I think I think the Tiger Fear should be mostly because there was a, a, a reasonable amount of terrain on most of those boards. So mm, some of them, yeah, some are more open than others. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, on top of Facebook, we're also. I mean, this is a, this is probably the, well, we'll talk about them. I'm sure before, again. I, I was going to say we'll never talk about it again, but I'm sure we will. Um, we opened up our Patreon. Like, literally, I just clicked the button a minute ago. So, Woo-hoo. yeah. I mean, there's no... It's, it's not, like, a big deal. Let's not make it a big deal. If you want to give us... Help us pay for our stuff, pay for our, our monthly maintenance costs and stuff, or help us get better microphones, whatever. Uh, maybe even get us some cooler equipment someday. Maybe. Uh, we'd appreciate it. We love it. It makes it easier to justify with our spouses doing this continually. Um, but if you don't and nobody wants to do it, that's fine too. We're going to continue doing it either way. So for some reason, Dale felt the need to Patreon our own Patreon. So I had to test to make sure that everything worked. Yeah. It's, a it's working. Money. It's a little seed money. Kind of, kind of like those street performers. They throw their first couple of bucks and change in there. And it helps load balance the cost. So. Sure. It might be a little bit much. But anyway, you'll, if you go and look at it, there's some cool stuff. It's the only way we currently have that's... Outsiders can get the, the the super awesome hot snafu dice. Yep, and I do I do love the dice. I know. Actually, I know I've I've Patreon it. I'm I'm gonna want the dice. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course you are. Of course you are. That would make sense. So, 
ultimately we appreciate whatever you can do if you don't no big deal we do it, it's awesome so i actually whenever everybody contacts us and they send us email or they post on the on the facebook page or or tweet at us you know it, it it's just it's a cool thing and it's always it's fun. appreciated yes yeah. yep so there we have it we'll Hopefully probably we talk about well it enough yeah and if you don't whatever yeah. We're not going to make we'll be super obnoxious about it, and every five minutes we'll ask you. To right do that, so. in the middle of this episode, we're just every time we talk about something, he's going to be like, "Go, <laughs> go to Patreon, <laughs> no. make it a drinking game." <laughs> oh God! Every time they say Patreon, take a take a drink. Oh man, I already drink all this. I got to stop. Holy cow! Oh Dale! <laughs> you know, oh no, I didn't pour it all out. I thought I went through that really fast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so anyway, thank you. We'll thank you again whenever anything ever happens with it. We'll, we'll not talk about too much. So let's go through rules corner. I think we had some rules come up. I'm not sure exactly where these rules came from, but we can talk about them because I think they're, they're important. I like them. I think they're important rules. Yeah. And I, they and are. There's always things you forget, too. There's things you're not that playing every week. Easily yeah. forgotten about, yeah. and I, I see them misplayed, and I misplayed them myself. So I thought, you know, it's just let's bring it up. Right? Sure. And if Pat's misplaying them, he's like our rules guy for the most part. Shit. So. If he's doing it wrong, then, then then why are we playing this game? Then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I guarantee <laughs> I'm doing it wrong. But <laughs> Well, the one, one thing I've always said is, you know, when I remember when we were doing Operation Snafu and I was walking around, it was like I could just exactly visualize the rule where it was and just answer it. But then when I'm in my own games, I kind of want them to be a little slighted in my favor, so I might misremember a little bit. Oh yeah, dude. So bias, yeah. Yeah, okay. you might have some judgmental bias in your own games. My guys can fly. Yes. <laughs> Those would be the most thing. <laughs> Frenzy is applied before the extra attack. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. No, yes. After. after. I can't yeah. remember. After. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what, there was some rule about that. Yeah. Double you your, your extra attacks, and then you frenzy because frenzy doubled them. That's right. That's what it was. I remember that now. That's a. That's a. For, that's a Warhammer Fantasy reference for those. If you can that remember, yeah, that. dual hand weapons. That's what it was, right? Yeah, additional yep. hand weapon. Yep. Okay. Anyway, we're not talking the rules of that game. We're talking artillery rules on page ninety-three of the main rulebook. So you can all open your hymnals to that to page ninety-three. Check and yep. Okay, and then I'm not sure what people are playing wrong. I don't play artillery all that often, so I guess I'm not all that familiar with how I would play them wrong. So, so the first thing teaches. that I've heard that is misrepresentative is everyone thinks that there's that unit cohesion of one inch. Well, the artillery rule specifically states that each of the crew members have to be within two inches of the center of the gun. Oh, interesting. Nothing an inch of each other. Correct. And I use that. I, oh. I'm going to jump in here. I use that to my advantage with my Nebelwerfer in my game Thursday night by having each guy in an X pattern two inches away from the center of the gun. So that when Jason rolled the six and dropped a mortar, medium mortar round on my Nebelwerfer on the first turn, it could only hit two guys. Yep. Yeah. No, that actually makes a big difference because they're not going to all be tight in the back yep. there. Huge difference. And even if they're not behind a gun shield, they still get the benefit of the gun shield. From the front. From, From the, the front, front yeah. Because they're effectively just wounds. They're just wound markers, yeah. Artillery. Just, but you're just yeah. keeping them away from each other so that you can't place a template on top of their heads. Makes sense. Okay. So it's two inches from the center of the gun, the, the gun. gun, and not within one inch of the gun. They That's what I thought. Yeah, it they was. don't care yes. about each other either, so they don't have to be within right. one there's inch not, of each other. There's not a unit cohesion, right? Well, there is. Like, it's just within two inches of the gun, right? Instead of one inch of each other, 
Right. Okay. Which could Makes be sense. hilarious if you've got that like seven crew eighty eight. That's a huge piece as it is. <laughs> the Japanese can do that too. So yeah, yeah. They basically have like a a giant circle of dudes doing a ritual around your eighty eight. Yeah, my my medium howitzer has five bros on it, and I'm always trying to figure out how they sit behind the gun. <laughs> you know, because one guy yeah. pulls the trigger, one guy's got the stick to load it, one guy has binoculars. You know, and so yeah. they're all doing their thing. And so, so you're, you're going just, for the full scene of them working the gun, rather than well, playing you do the that rules. naturally, don't you? I mean, yeah, well, we all just kind of, yeah, that's what we do. But I think we're failing to realize that these would be no. But I'm not a gamey get, yeah. so I'm not going to go exactly two inches away. high. you can only <laughs> mortar two of my bros off at a time. I so should. You should. <laughs> well, play yeah, play within should. the rules of the game. Yeah. And, and to be fair, the context of the artillery pieces, it should be nowhere near the combat. They should, those dudes aren't going to be like, oh, oh I'm going to get my on. ass shot. They should be. No, I mean, <laughs> honestly, like there's dudes in front loading the gun. It's not like they would be hiding behind the gun shield the whole time. So realistically, because the artillery would be five miles from the front line. Put them wherever you want. Would never, would never land there. No, no, it shouldn't. No, but it just means that your dudes don't shouldn't be caring or worrying about being uh, in I front of everything. A, I could see a light howitzer ending up close-ish, sure. but those yep. mediums yeah. and those heavies, yeah. hell no. I'm making a, I'm making a generalization. An 88, like an 88, should, is like way the hell away. It's nowhere near Miles. the yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a fair point. Yeah, it is. like I mean, that, there's no gun shield on an 80. On, well, on some 88s, I guess there's a gun shield, but on, depends like, if they bother to model it or not. Right, well, but I mean. In, in context of an actual war, that thing was not near combat, usually. Unless shit was going bad. Unless it was being overrun. Right. Or Which is was, possible. Or, or, or the paratroopers dropped in. Right. Or it was being used as a direct fire anti-tank gun. Which is a possibility, too. Yeah. Yep. Ouch. Anyway, so, speaking of which, the next thing that's on a your good agenda... One, that's a good one to bring up. Over, over open sights is the next... Yep, so the over-open sights, I'm sure everyone gets this. This is where you're looking down the gun barrel and you're, you're measuring from, from the breech or the muzzle. And that's, you know, no intervening obstacles. Right. And the reason why I state that is because the slight difference for the indirect fire is that line of sight can be measured from any crew model. That is within two inches indirect of the Indirect can. Gun. Yes. But not open sights. That's from the barrel of the gun. Correct. Got yep. it. And that's the big difference. Oh, that is a little different. Clarification. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good clarification. That can make a huge difference if you've placed it in cover. Yeah. Someplace. Don't don't place your gun in a shitty spot. Is what you're saying. Yep. Got it. Check. Yes. Well, okay. you make sure you're measuring your indirect lines from any crew. If if you so choose. Do what you got to do. Yep. <laughs> All right, I got a question for you. Uh-oh. This is not Uh-oh. necessarily. So my gun has a spotter. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, can I... Thanks for actually adding spotters, by the way. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, can, I can be taught, so, you know... <laughs> The um, so if I fire over open sights, even if I have a spotter, I have to still fire over the barrel. Correct. Yes. Okay. All right. And all your normal cover and range modifiers apply. And not shooting over friendlies. Right. Yes, that would be indirect. Correct. You can't direct yep. fire over friendlies. Yep. And indirect has to be taken from any of the crew models. Yeah. Yeah, which includes okay. the spotter. Yes, spotter just gives you an additional line of fire. Yep. And from the spotter is always indirect. Right. No matter what you want to do with it, it's going to be indirect. Right. Yeah. yeah, anything from the spotter would be indirect then. Okay. 
So and the other thing I see is that when all the crew is destroyed, people take the damn gun off the table. No. <laughs> Leave the it dice, there. The dice Leave is removed. Gun. Dice yes. is removed. Leave the gun. It becomes either part of terrain or it can be uh, recruited by other artillery crew. That's right. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Take the cannoli. Yes. No godfather was... jokes out there? Come on, man. What? You see the godfather. That's like the best line after the... Shoot oh, yeah, like, yeah, leave yeah, the yeah. gun, take the cannoli. Yeah. All right. I got it now. Thank you. Uh, it's been a really long time. And, yeah. yeah. It's been a long time for me, too. Can't watch those movies very often. That's too far out there. I think. <laughs> okay, every, I was going to say, every time I. Medium five. <laughs> medium five. All right. All right. Fine. Every time I try to watch Godfather, I just fall asleep. So. Oh, Lord. Now we're going to get some angry music. letters from film critics. <laughs> that wouldn't be the first time. But no, it wouldn't. Well, wouldn't. Probably not. Hey, uh, hey, Pat! Can I throw it? Can I throw an extra rules corner in here? Because it's again something I played wrong. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I played Dave a couple weeks ago, and turns out the fact says the crew of like uh, a fixed team, so like a machine gun or a mortar, can charge out away from their weapon for hand-to-hand combat. Yep. Mm-hmm. An artillery crew cannot. No. That's and correct. I charged out with an artillery crew. So sorry. Dave. Cheater. Only, only the team. Only the team weapons can. Only the team weapons can. The artillery now, by team weapons, not. you mean small team weapons, like machine guns. Machine gun teams, mortar teams. teams uh, flame teams. that's it. Flamethrower teams, well, boys I mean, anti-tank well, rifle teams. Anti-tank rifle Sniper if you're really in a pinch. Yep. But okay. not artillery piece crews. So anything that's essentially a, still considered an infantry unit, but that artillery is not considered an infantry unit. Correct. It's a different if they, selector. If they charge, um, they're just, they just bring the machine gun with them, don't they? Nope. Technically, they leave it behind, though yep. you probably don't have a model that way. Yeah. So if the sniper team changes, do they leave the sniper rifle behind? No. Yep. Do they? Team weapons, they they abandon their weapons and charge out. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, so small teams then. Ah, I didn't... Okay. There I'm you really go. confused by team how that weapons. would actually work. Team weapons. Not, not necessarily small teams, but team weapons. Oh, yeah. So that's, if you look okay, at that, that is selector within, within, you know... Within your special army, all those those are machine, medium machine guns, flamethrower teams, Piat teams, for the love of God, all those team weapons are the ones that can charge out for close combat. Okay, and then you can have them go back and remand their positions and continue using their weapon. Yep. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. That, I'm, I know more about artillery than I did before. So uh, just remember that there's a limit to recruiting how far they can go. It has to be 12 inches. So if you got multiple artillery pieces, to have them within 12 inches of each other. Yeah. So the only opportunity Wait. to recrew is if it starts within 12 inches of the gun that's moving. Well, to. if it's abandoned within 12 inches of the... So wait, if they wanted to... So if they wanted to man a, your your medium howitzer wants to man your 88, they'd have to like scoot the model over until it was within 12, and then they could run over to the other one. Yep. Okay. With the run order. Essentially, that's what it means. Is like you can't leave a gun until until you're within twelve inches of another gun. Well, you just just send two guys. That way, you got two guys in each one. You're not suffering any penalties. Ooh. Oh, wait. You, how does that? Can how, you do that? Can I don't think you can do crew? that. I don't think you can split the team though. Any number was, of crew models can be moved from one gun to another within twelve inches to either reinforce an existing crew or to man an abandoned gun. Well, we damned. He's right. First, that's the so. Do you get an extra dice then? Yeah. How does that work then? Do you get an extra dice? Do you put a dice back in the bag rather? I would say yes. Ooh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> just, just fucking There's gremlin. There's some <laughs> You're gremlin-ing, point uh, <laughs> shenanigans there. Right? 
Like just yep. let your artillery die, and then you start splitting up and getting more dice. Like, wow. Well, the piece had to be on the board at the end of the game anyway. True. So there's not. Well, it's not going to make that much of a difference because you don't have that many artillery or. or so if I kill the pieces. same artillery piece twice, you'd only get the, the, you'd only get points for it the the final time. You still only get the points once. Yep. The requisition okay. points. All right. Interesting. I could see I, putting your artillery near each other for something. You know, if you got a French army that gets an extra artillery piece and can still have two in a single platoon. Right. Yeah. That That's pretty unique. A lot of other people only get one Historically, artillery piece. Historically, they would be in general proximity, too, so they could offer support to each other. Well, and then you, and then you put your uh, first Louis between them to snap them both to action. <laughs> So you can shoot them all. You blow your blow your load all in one shot. Hole. Yeah. If you're doing indirect from the last turn and you're on those fives instead of sixes, I say hell yeah, Close. yeah, do it. Yeah, you might as well. All right, it's a pretty good feeling. Those snafu dice come up. You're like snafu, and then <laughs> you just nuke. And you know everybody I play feels that. So yes, there's a little observational bias in there, I'm sure, especially when they see the giant red star. Oh yeah, they're like ah, come on, jerk. Except for when Dave rolls dice, because holy cow, that guy, <laughs> that guy rolling like like ten sixes in a row, that was and switch dice, and he switched through. dice in the middle. That was of it, disgusting. Yeah. That's still the most disgusting dice rolling I've ever seen. <laughs> no, it was great. It was best. <laughs> you should, we should have been like, stop the tournament. We're going to the casino right now. <laughs> right? Don't roll another dice, Dave. Anyway, all right. So then we got another one. Looks like scenarios. Like I, I get confused by scenarios all the time. I see some of these that I, I totally. I'm with you. I'm. I get all confused by these anyway. So, scenario special rules hidden, and that's if a scenario allows hidden, which the scenarios will specifically state if they do or don't. Yep. So if it allows hidden, and to be honest, I'm still in the mode of at work where I sit with people in operations and they're trying to give business requirements, and so I'm asking. So I ask these kinds of questions. So. Not from a practical standpoint of within the game rules, but within the historical context, what would the hidden setup be exactly? You mean like guys that have like pulled tree branches down in front of them, and you're wearing you're you're in a really concealed position, right? Yeah. So within the scenario, someone setting up is hidden. The idea is that they're just like concealed at the beginning of the battle. Yeah. Essentially, a lot like of time they're attacker defender scenarios. Yeah. Okay, so, so the defenders would typically. Like ambush, hidden. It's not ambush because that's something different. They're yeah. just hidden. Yeah, so like, here, here's another way to think about it. So like, say you're uh, an anti-tank gun crew, right? If you get seen, but you know, basically as soon as you're spotted, you're, you're in a lot of trouble. So you want to be hidden completely, tree branches up, whatever, so that the uh, tank drives right the hell in front of you and shows you its side before you pull the trigger, right? Okay. So that's, that's the concept behind starting hidden, is that cool. you are camouflaging yourself, waiting for the optimal time to strike. Can tank hunters, i.e. those vehicles that don't have great armor but have big guns, can they be sent, set up and hidden? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, it's not specified to the unit. It's specified whether the scenario allows uh, whatever's on the board to start. And it has to start on the board. It can't be first wave or anything like that. It has to start on the board and then... okay put a marker next to them to indicate they're hidden. And hidden basically just doubles their cover modifier. Right. So if they've got... If they're in hard cover, it's a... Do they count as being down? No. Okay. 
But they could. So go can down. you be down? Sorry, and this, it's not to say double. So in soft cover, it's a minus four, and hard cover, it's a minus five. Sure. So it, it bumps it up quite dramatically. Okay. Can you remain hidden and go down? Yes, you're hidden until you're given a fire, advance, or run order. Yep. Okay. They cannot be targeted by airstrikes or artillery barrages. And everything has to be within six inches of it to shoot at it? Is that right? Six twelve. or twelve? Twelve. Anything twelve. within twelve can reveal right. hidden. Unless you have some shenanigans, but there's right. not much that can reveal hidden. German Shepherds are like 24 inches. And right. Of yeah, the, Marine, the Marines have a couple of things. But. Enemy vehicles are within six inches. That's right. Recky vehicles, vehicles, 12 yeah. inches. Yeah. Recky's are 12, yep. Okay. Yep. So certain things can reveal hidden, but otherwise, yeah, you can't shoot at them until they fire, essentially. And there's a reason why I bring this one up. Ooh, okay. What's the next part? Well, we'll cover that after the break. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, oh, fair enough. <laughs> All right, so... Do you have um, another rule to cover here still, though? Yes, we, should, we do. You should have put uh, them in the other order. Come on, man. So you can go Let's into ambush and keep your hidden token. Correct. Correct. Yes, but as soon as you fire, the hidden token comes right. off. But Which, you can also rally, surprisingly enough. You can have scream. a very quiet party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> I got this shit. I got this shit. <laughs> Hyping himself up and then... Yeah. <laughs> And then he's, shooting he's his getting answers. his mojo back. <laughs> right. And then trying to blow up the tank? Yeah. Okay. All right. So then the, there's one more in here, and that was the observer, sniper, spotters, first wave versus reserve, which I, I already know where this one's going because I've seen it played wrong a million times. Yeah. So if you're playing a scenario where you're not deploying anything on the board and you're doing first wave and you have a artillery piece with a spotter or a sniper or... Um, error artillery observers in that first wave. Before the first turn of the game, they get their normal advanced deployment. So anything with advanced deployment, as long as it's in your first. So wave. like my tank, my um, my um, uh, suicide tank guys get special deployment. Yes, they're not an observer or a sniper or a spotter, but they have that. But they have that rule. special advanced deployment rule. Yep, they um, benefit from this. Yes. Okay. So. Again, they have to be in the first wave. Right. So riddle me this. So Okay, so in, in Dale's scenario here, he's got three anti-tank guys. Just two, because two, okay, I'm two. not a cheesy bastard. Whatever. Ah. Yes. Okay, so he's got two. Do you, do you place them I'm when you... Bastard. Yeah, he's just a regular bastard. Do you <laughs> place them when you draw the dice, or do they just automatically no. happen before first if, wave actually If they're happens? in the first wave before you start the game, you put them sure. out. So then, they get their normal deployment. Yes, they get the normal deployment. Without having to be drawn from the bag like a for normal first wave would have to. Correct. So when their okay. dice is drawn from the bag, they can act normally from that position. Right. That's what I was just getting at. Is like, So you actually get to do something with them, whereas most first wave stuff is just basically running on the board. It's just setting up. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That is the first wave is they're coming from off the board right. onto the battlefield. Except for your... Special advanced appointments basically are already who have gotten somewhere. there ahead of time and yeah. are in position. Right, and, doing and that's job. commonly <laughs> observer snipers. They're, they're doing a good job. Yeah, <laughs> they're winning. They're your scouts, or they're, they're your scouts there. if you have scouts. Yep. Okay, so that so. makes uh, what's the, what the hell is that army? The Chinese army pretty good still. Yeah, and this actually <laughs> I played wrong quite a bit too because yeah. when I when you guys were like you have to take spotters and I was like yeah you're right. You know, first wave, well, I roll my stuff on and the spotter comes on as well. Well, no, the spotter should have actually set up yep. regularly during deployment. So. Yeah. 
which actually is kind of a disadvantage if you have if you're the only one that has spotters or snipers or all that stuff. But because now your well, your opponent will get to counter it as best they can, given that they haven't put are, anything yeah, on the table. Spotters well, are also you have to yeah. assault them is really the only way to get them off the table. Yes. I've, I've noticed they they are pretty hard to get off. Snipers aren't Small that much easier. Small man team and yeah. down like seriously, <laughs> yeah. and they're usually in cover. They're usually yeah. in some kind of cover. Yeah. You're almost always sitting in a minus four or minus five without even batting an eye. So snipers are about the same. So yeah, just just also recall that you have to be twelve inches away from any enemy units. Oh right, when you're doing hidden, you can't when, start within twelve no, inches. Well, that too. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of ruin the hidden. It runes hidden too, yeah. But it also advanced appointment can't be within twelve inches, correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. Well that's some special that's some cool rules. We we've talked we've we like doing this. If we can talk about them more, we will. Um, if you guys have questions about rules, you can definitely send them to us. Send them to Pat, because I <laughs> I won't be able to answer them correctly, but I will still read them and learn from them. So yeah, it, I do keep a PDF of the Bolt Action Rulebook at, at my work desk, so <laughs> be more than happy to jump on in the middle of the day. <laughs> kind of breaks up the day a little bit when you're like, what the hell is this person talking about? No, that is not how it works. Crazy nope. person. Anyway, all right, so we're going we're gonna to take a short break and come back. I don't know that anyone is going to find Australian World War II music. I don't know that this exists. I don't. We can find some stereotypical stuff, though, I'm sure. Like, yeah. I'm sure we can. I don't know, but anyway. Hopefully we won't. Hopefully we'll be classy and respectable. We've been as classy and respectable for, for once. We try and be classy and respectable with the music, at least. That's true. We do. We try and be respectful of the idea that it's World War II and that there are, you know, this isn't just a game. Well, it is just a game, but it's not based on <laughs> fiction, right? It, should it all really happened. All this shit yeah. really happened. So try and be respectful of that a little bit. And it's kind of cool to hear old music. So if we can find Australian music, we will give it a shot. So If you guys have any recommendations, let us know, too. <laughs> this episode will be out before it, before they even hear that, so they're not going to be able to well, recommend for it. Future, fair. for future right, fair. episodes. Yeah, you apparently committed to us doing one a month, so. We've been doing one a month. I'm just saying. Now it's a uh, I'm scared. So, I'm dumping all Okay, I'm going back to Patreon. I don't think I, I don't know if I actually committed to saying one a month, but we will do everything in our effort to do one a month, average one a month. How's and that if sound? we miss it for some reason, Rick will profusely apologize. <laughs> I will. I will feel bad. Yes, I will. Either way, oh, shit comes up, guys. We we we're all grown adults and we have lives, so we we try to adhere to this best we can. Pat's, I mean, but we do have a great time doing this, right? Too, so no, we yeah. do. It and makes it easier. I mean, Pat's struggling through some kind of stomach bug, and you know, I got a two month old that I'll be up in an hour and a half for. So, woohoo! Yeah, right. And Jeff would rather be painting, <laughs> <apparently>. <laughs> or or putting or putting together that damn puzzle. So it's off your freaking date. You're off your. It's uh, not mine. It's my wife's. Well, but it's on your gaming table, so I'd be well, helping. Like three thousand pieces. Is that what I saw? Yes. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's freaking huge. But she's she's cracking on it. It's just you know, it's I'm three thousand pieces. She's, she's gonna finish it. We're gonna look at it and gawk at it, and then take it scrape apart, it, and put it back in the box. I mean, like she doesn't she doesn't want to like frame it or something. Yeah, people like frame that Dude, stuff. It's like it's four by or I guess it's two by four when it's finished. It's huge, man. So, well, put it behind glass. You can look at it every day and be like, yeah, I did that thing. Or she can anyway. 
Yeah. That'd be a cool um, gaming table. It's like a, a big puzzle. puzzle under glass. Maybe not for bolt action, but you know, for like a weird just board gaming, like a Malifaux or something <laughs> like that, where it's just weird chaosy kind of creepy stuff. Anyway, we're playing in Puzzle Land. Needs more skulls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd have to be a skull puzzle. All right, we'll be back in three minutes. pick something really awesome i don't know maybe he's already looked for it um so yeah let's let's dive in let's go into the armies of australia 
Rock I and think, roll. Mate. Oh my god. Just should we just say another shrimp on the barbie and be done with it? No, that's too far. Uh, Aussie yeah. man reviews armies of Australia. I can't use that much foul language. Right. I I think we're going to keep it to minimal cursing. I'm Up sure we can. Fosters. We're not we're not nearly as drunk this evening. That's All right, we are. My only knowledge of Australia is just pop culture growing up in America, which is kind of yep. yeah, crocodile and Dundee, the dingo ate animal. my baby, <laughs> and I had no idea what that was in reference to until I'm like, why? Why do I always think about that when I hear about Australia? And I researched it, and it's a sad story. So yes, it's it a is. very sad story. It's sad. Actually. And then that every animal on the freaking continent wants to kill you, mm-hmm. yeah. like, and, and, and they can and in they most can. circumstances. And and I'm going to put out there, Rescuers Down Under. Come on, man. Disney. Oh, yeah, right on. That was pretty good. That was a great movie. Yeah. Probably not accurate, but still great. You're, you're telling me mice can't talk? Lies. They fly around in albatrosses. I've seen it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, in their claws. <laughs> uh, not albatross. Maybe not. All right. So, anyway. So we want to cover the uh, Armies of Australia now that we're really... I thought we'd just completely keep going. Cause okay, sure. How far, we, how far down the tangent can we go? Right. No, let's, let's, get on, let's get on subject here. All right. So where, where do we always start? National let's, rules. I'd say we leave the national rules for last. No, I'm just kidding. Let's start with them. Where, where do we go from here? National special rules. Actually, I think it'd be cool to spend a few minutes talking about where the rules for Australia came from. They they've had a couple of incarnations, haven't they? Uh, they were originally just covered by Great Britain, the armies of Great Britain. They were part of that empire. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so you could, and I think that's where the armies of Great Britain had their, you know, their little five and one special rule that you could pick one of them as the characteristic of the natural rule that you, natural rule you wanted to use to show that flavor between the different armies. Oh, got it. Okay. So that's yeah. That makes so sense. they were like they were part of the empire. So they got in that first book, yep. kind of as a flavor of Great Britain, or the armies of Great Britain. Back sure. in the early on, whenever that publication of that book was, it escapes me at this moment. But it was mm-hmm. it was one of the first couple. Sure. That was out there. Okay. And then after that, did they get? They had a PDF too, didn't they? Excuse I think. Me. I think they did. Okay. They They did. Yep. They had a PDF that came out, um, I think, as part of the Bolt Action Alliance, wasn't it? You're talking about the the pamphlet sort of thing? It's not a one-pager. It's like a 14-pager or something. Yeah. I think that they were kind of um, community-produced. Brian Cook and Patch Adams were the ones that wrote it, and then Alessio shows here that he edited these oh, rules. Wow, so he like blessed it on essentially that's awesome. on top of editing it. That's pretty cool. Right. And so it I my feeling or my sense of this was that the community kind of produced these rules and presented them. And it's somewhere along the way they kind of got an unofficial backing right. by the studio. And so then they were legal for tournament play and stuff like that. I'm assuming after a great deal of play testing and things like that. So Sure. Which I think it's actually super cool as far yeah. as, you know. Oh, yeah, it's all the bolt action so, guys. So what were those guys' names? Uh, Brian Cook and Patch Adams. And I'm guessing their playtesters were uh, Seamus and Sam. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, those are names I recognize, yep. too, from so one of their podcasts. So what I'm, at, what I, yeah. why I'm asking Brian and Pat, Patch, not Patch. Pat, 
A patch. It's it's pat with two extra letters. Maybe maybe you should work on Italians next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Anyway, moving on. No more. All right. So that was the again. second kind of incarnation of the Australians. Yep. And then, what did we get? Uh, then they did this uh, campaign New Guinea thing this last fall. Yeah. Yeah. Updating everything yet again. Uh, or, or officially releasing you know, most so, of it, right? And here, here's what I'll say about the PDF that was put out there. Is you can actually find that on the Warlord website and do the put it in your cart thing and check out, and it's zero dollars. Right. So it's and, it's a free download. Yeah. And if you want a quick go download your copy, push pause on this, and we'll go over the differences between the two so you can mark your copy up in case you're not interested in the rest of the good fluff that's in New Guinea. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of good stuff in there too. A lot of, I, you know, I would just strongly touch on that briefly. Yeah, I would strongly encourage you to just go buy the book if you want to play Australians. But play. hey, if you're if you're on a budget, I know there are players that are. Sure, you got to so, buy all those beautiful, beautiful Australian models that they've recently released too. All metal, though. I know that that broke Dale's heart pretty bad. It did. I'm sorry. They're they're pretty. They still look good. They look fantastic. It's and, still. Yeah, you know. hey, and they've got a, and in the PDF they also have a little uh, color painting guide, which I always like. Sure. It's actually really well done. It's, uh, the Vallejo, which is also the paint I like to use. It's awesome. So yeah. yeah, very cool. So when you guys got that PDF open there? Oh, I got it open. Okay, there we go. Perfect. Great. Oh, I do too, actually. Shockingly. <laughs> I had opened it yesterday, and I left it open, apparently. You just haven't closed it yet? No. That's how those things just... inadvertently get read. You know, it's kind of the, the whole leave a book on the back of the toilet thing, and you read it you know, over the course of a month. Yeah. All right, let's start with this. Let's let's break into it before those dogs attack. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> someone came home. <laughs> so <laughs> your, your, your ploy did not work very well, Dale. No, that's, that's exactly it. All right. So let's just start it. So the first thing they come out and say is that, uh, unless noted otherwise, Australians do not, do not get British national rules nor choose a, a national characteristic from the armies of Great Britain. But instead, instead get the following special rules plus a choice of what they're calling one of the campaign characteristics, which I believe that sent, that whole sentence is verbatim out of the PDF. Yep, Exactly. Yep. So, and here's what kind of gets me is, okay, so here you're introducing a new army, and we're telling you what it's not like. I guess they're really trying to pull it away from there. Well, they're trying to pull it out of the British book, right? So the British book was first, so they're pulling this out. So that's the first tug, yep. and they'll tug again here. So they have... Don't tug first... too many times. <laughs> just, the, just the twice. The sure. limited artillery support rule which Australian forces do not receive the free forward artillery observer from the normal British and Commonwealth special rules, nor do they receive any bonus to the preparatory bombardment. And remember what that rule is. Yeah, you get to roll two dice and pick. And pick which one you want when you get the bombardment. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So they don't get any of this cool British stuff. No free stuff. But I'm sure... No free order dice. Bummer. Yet. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, none none of the British rules that give you special order dice, I'm sure. Yep. So let's, let's keep moving. What's the next one? So that's they've told you what you don't get so far. Oh, right. That's essentially so that's, all they've given you. So that's, yep. that's, that's a negative one special rule so far. 
Uh, their first special rule, I'll say, is aggressive patrolling. So the Australian player automatically wins the roll the roll off for placing first for deploying, snipers, spotters, etc. Uh, in addition, no enemy forward deployer may be set up within 18 inches of of the Australian unit already deployed. Ooh, what a cock block! Also, Australian infantry spot hidden enemies at 18 inches instead of 12 inches. Sweet. Now you remember why I brought up those special rules earlier. Yep. Yeah. No. Makes sense. That's pretty sweet, though. Like, I like this. That's huge. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. This All will right. screw those Chinese communists. <laughs> really will. <laughs> Unless you. I mean, who cares? You just run them over anyway. It's just a sniper. Try to run. Well, them no, over. they're commando. They're sparrow units. The sparrow tactics. They get to go. Yeah. So you go first, and they can't deploy within 18 inches. So nice. Right. And then they get to move nine inches right off the bat. I mean, if you're super concerned about how much the Chinese are overrunning the current meta, and they're not. Right. So no, it's not exactly. Kind of a, yeah. Yeah. It's so <laughs> Still, much so that there's hardly a line available to get models for. To be yeah. fair, though, it does kind of screw up the Soviets, too, with their, you know, their, well, or the Japanese. Oh, their little tank, anti-tank. their tank teams. Yeah, and, their yeah. scout teams and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of forward to play stuff that you really don't want to have up in your face right away. So, And those are those are kind of fun tricks, you know, those yeah. forward deployers. So this yep. can kind of muck up their plans. I yeah. like it. Kind of cool. I like, right. the, I like the 18 inches thing. That's different than, you know, that's, there's yeah, been spotting a number hidden. of times that I'm trying to find being 12 inches away and what I want to be, you know, add another six inches of that. It's like. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's so, it's very... They've they got good really noses. Good. It's really good. Yeah. For free. Well, anyway. it, it takes up one of their special rules. Fair. Yeah, I suppose. So the next one that is... Uh, of it, which is part of all Australian armies is the Never Give Up. And this one is when defending in an assault... Defending, mind you... The Australian infantry and artillery units count as having fanatic special rules. Good lord. Oosh. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Charge me, bro. Come at me. Exactly. Come at me, bro. Is I'll that, sit here and shoot you, you all day. To a friend. Yeah. We're in it together, mate. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's a good rule. That's a that, great rule. Good lord. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where you, you try to position it to, to taunt them to charge you, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to sit there and take rifle shots at them until they decide they're going to try and charge you. Get behind some cover. Pop shots all day long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, is, so is this sort of like the anti-Japanese army here? Am I looking at that right? The, uh, it's kind no. of feeling that way. Yeah, especially when we get to one of the the one of the, the <clears throat> last ones of the next three. It, yeah, it kind of has that feel. Well, I mean, you're well. You're that's a to the death fight. Yeah, but oh, I mean, yeah. you're preventing the deployment of those anti-tank guys too, yeah. right? With your yep. aggressive patrolling rule. Yep. Well, I mean, Australians aren't necessarily known for their amazing tanks. No, but so that the one they take, little, they want yeah. to have survive. <laughs> right. I mean, sure, fair enough. We'll get to tanks soon enough, and it won't take very long. But you, right, you don't want it to die either way if you're going to take one. Yeah, never give up. Great rule. Yeah. All right. So now we get into the bullshit where you get infantry and artillery units. So, oh yeah, very good. Interesting. The next one they have under the category of campaign characteristic special rules. So, I don't know if that's supposed to say only if you're playing in the context of this New Guinea campaign or what it is, but I take it to mean, you know, much like the the 
Armies of Great Britain had their five that you could pick one from, kind of like the nat- national characteristic. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, that's what it that's, feels like. Yep. It, it's a little, the wording's kind of little, could well, lead to misinterpretation, but. The sentence in the PDF says, this will help you capture the feel for the specific campaign you're representing. So, like, to me, that represents the war campaign, not not the time book period. campaign. Yeah, time period, right? Or a certain area of the battle, yep. not not a book. So, I'm okay with that. I I was before, too. It's just that yeah. the wording can kind of lend to some confusion yeah. the first kind time. Kind of a so, bugger when you use the keywords like that, that, you know, campaign can mean lots of different things, unfortunately. Yeah, as the TOs of the one of the preeminent uh, tournaments in Minnesota, um, <laughs> in, bolt action in Plymouth, Minnesota. Come on, <laughs> I we would rule Around that Thanksgiving. Um, these campaign characteristics, you would be able to select one for your Australian army. If Correct. you want to play Aussies, you can bring one of these rules. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> so without further ado, let's go over. The yes, please. How many rules are there that they get? To there choose are from? three that you can choose from. Okay. All right, so the first two, and then an additional these next three. So we. Well, they got three first. They got three special rules, right? Well, One of them's bad for them, though. But whatever. well, it just means they can't. They don't get the free. I don't even think they need to include that rule. No one thinks that they get that, the British special rules as well. No, would. that's true. Somebody's Somebody going to be like, well, they were in this book. I mean, does it say I can't fly? Right, yeah. exactly. So okay. instead, they just said, "Here, it's done." All right, so you get three special rules, and now one of these next ones. Okay, so we'll start with Australia is next. Dot dot dot. All Australian infantry units gain stubborn. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Solid, but you know. If you're fanatic in defense, then I guess it's not as big of a deal. But what? Right. That's it. Well, they're different rules. I mean, you guess a, they a have free different. One point sp- upgrade. Yeah. yeah. On all your all your infantry. Yeah. Yeah. That throws. How a often does how often does that come into play? Really. Um, I, it throws a wrench in my four Neville Warfer list. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't be yeah, fair <laughs> Something is begging to throw a, a wrench in your four Nebelwerfer list. I'm going to throw a wrench at your four Nebelwerfer list. Hey, no, so. just throw it at you. Yeah, someone is going to have a wrench, and they're going to actually just, throw it. Just <laughs> chuck it at just, your models. Just yeah. for the record, that Nebelwerfer fired five times last game and never hit a thing. Well, it's because you got shit luck, and you couldn't see it one turn, or see anything with it one turn. So. Oh, yeah, I could. Well, I had it's, to run to the other corner. Yeah, you had to move it to shoot at it. Yeah, but it was it's always like rolling two to, three, two to three dice a turn, and I never hit a thing. I need Dave rolling my dice. Yes, you do. Yeah, Jeff is across from Pat, and Pat walks up, and Jeff's like, what's that? It goes, this is my artillery marker, and it's a wrench. And he goes, it's going to go wherever it lands, and he hoists it up and smashes <laughs> the world level workers. It's going right there. <laughs> if it's his artillery observer, it lands in his own shit, though. Yeah. You don't or want it to do that. come in at all. Which or is. scatters off the board, yeah. That would be Pat's, like, he throws it and wipes out his <laughs> own army. <laughs> oh, my Gurkhas. <laughs> hey, they snuck their way back on the painting table. Oh, shh. Quiet. All right. Okay. So I got you one? back on topic pretty quick. Jesus. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk about, I don't want to talk about Gurkhas. <laughs> yeah. All right. So their second choice is fighting withdrawal. And this is Australian AIF, which is Australian Infantry Force, I believe. And militia units may advance and then flip their dice down onto ambush. However, this advance has to be moving directly towards their own table edge. So, de- Running away? Yeah. Correct. Uh, Interesting. Strategically retreating. Well, right. Yeah, yeah. Running away. That rule could be really good in certain circumstances. Yeah, I mean, I like it, but I don't like the whole that you have to move away. That kind of is kind of bung- bungles it up a little bit. 
Eh, it doesn't say how far you have to move away. Yeah, it doesn't say you have to go the full six inches. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, and somewhere else, I don't know which FAQ it was, they said, say you could move zero oh. inches. Yeah, you can. You can advance technically, zero. Technically, you can But then again, if you zero. advance zero, why not just go into ambush anyway? Because you have a special rule. Because you've got to use your special rule. you have to use the special. Okay. It's, because gotta, sometimes <laughs> falling back six inches away from the Japanese puts you outside 12 inches. Fairly, fairly good assessment there. But you could instead just shoot, advance back six and shoot. But I guess you might as well wait and see what happens. You can always At shoot ambush. Later. You get to pick when you're firing, so you can yeah. make true. clear cover. True. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Fair enough. That is a good. Also, you know, I mean, if you move forward the first couple of turns, you can slowly retreat, give yourself some extra room to fire. Ah, right. The old Texas two-step. Yeah. Yep. No, it's kind of an interesting. Kind of uh, so it, again, it's just it's just a few select units. Yeah, it is only mm-hmm. a few. So I see taking the first one first, just because it covers all your units. But we'll I, get I like there having all my units covered. I keep my units covered every day. I don't know. Why I have two of them. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all right. jungle jungle warfare masters. Let's yeah, go into the next room. We're just going to scoot right past that one. All right. right. Very good. Uh, Infantry squads and officer teams do not suffer a minus one penalty to morale if they lose their NCO or officer. Also, all infantry units that are being moved as a result of advance or run uh, may go down as a reaction to an ambush, even if they've already activated that turn. But to do so, the unit must successfully pass an order check does not have does not lose pins for this though. But wait, wait. So, so they could have one. run and advance. Yes, yeah, so they could advance or run and have shot or run. If and someone shoots if at they, them, they do an order test and can go down. But may go down as a reaction to an ambush. So it can only be against an ambush. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you could so, say I'm going to advance, and they're going to be like, I pop my ambush, and you can be like, I'm going to go down instead. Yeah, and then you. And then you'd have to pass an order test. Right. So you'd have to take an extra order test, and it doesn't clear any pins. However, it could... You're, you're kind of... It's very bait-and-switchy, almost. Right? You want to get that ambush to go away before moving maybe something else. This is a good way of doing it without killing all your dudes. Yeah. That's, it's interesting. And then the no NCO problem is kind of nice, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I bet be- at being a German player, you probably enjoy the hell out of that. I think yeah, that'd be really interesting because if you're playing on a jungle board that's heavy terrain, this would be a really good rule. Because you're gonna, this is you're trying to cross a clearing, and the guy's like, "I have all my units on ambush," and you're like, "Well, I'm just gonna go down if you come out of ambush at me." So, right, exactly. It's yeah, that's what I mean by is you're just gonna try and eat up their ambush orders. Yeah, <clears throat> I like it. It's good. All right, guys, uh, spot time. Pick one of those three. Which one do you like the best? First one. Really. I, I think, well, it gives you the most benefit across the board. Well, Maybe yeah. the last one. Well, I don't like the second one as much. Unless, I think I'm going to have to make a decision after we see those two units because if I guess if I was going to play the Australian Infantry Force, then maybe the second one would be... No, if if those units are good, I would t- pick the second one because I think they're, I like um, the advance and, advance and ambush together. Can you go there back and be, forth one more time for me? I can be a politician and wishy-washy as much as I want to. Very good. <laughs> they're... Um, there might be a bit about stubborn that I had forgotten because I play Japanese and they're always fanatic. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. Right. If if I assault um, with a regular unit and I lose by one, um, 
man, it's been a long time since I played. You're killing me, Dale. Yeah. Do you automatically lose? Yes. Yeah, you're yeah. dead. Unless yeah. you're a fanatic. Oh, that's right. Going. So there's no morale check there, is there? No, no morale check is, is uh, half casualties from an attack. Yes. Oh. Shooting. Shooting, not Shooting. Combat. That's plates. right. Combats are deadly. Combat is bloody as hell. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, stubborn isn't that great. Stubborn stubborn probably doesn't matter if you're fanatic. So, And it doesn't matter in, in close combat anyway. So, Minus one for not losing your NCO. That's pretty decent. The problem is the other part with jungle jungle warfare masters is that it's situational at best and could be useful, but it's not always going to be useful. Again, the other one might be too if you're not taking all Australian infantry force, whatever the heck the AIF or militia units are. So maybe we should dive into those two units and see if they're worth it. Australian imperial yeah. force. There you imperial go. Imperial force. Now they sound totally rad, and I now you want to take withdrawal. them. Yep. Yep. Okay, that's got to be it. Yeah, I'm thinking it's stubborn for me, probably. Killing me. Jungle Warfare Masters all the way, man. Yeah, you think so? You yep. think it's that good? I do. Not it does. I, I lose so many NCOs, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you know? You're playing Germans now. You, that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, okay. that's not a big deal to the Germans, but every other army you play, it's a huge deal. It is a huge deal. I and don't disagree with that. This, and this rule only applies to Australians, so, you know. And yeah, it's kind of cool. It's really good. Yeah. Yep. And going down on that one chance you get ambushed by something, really good. You'd <laughs> be like, ha Yeah, see yeah definitely. If you're if you're playing against someone who is ambushing a lot, like Finland, mm-hmm. yeah, that could be definitely cool. be awesome. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. you're going to really mess with the with the guys, especially because they're at minus, they're at plus one when they're coming out of ambush. Yeah, that's so you're going to actually put them on a negative one, just because you're down. And they can go into ambush super easily. So yeah, so I mean, I could see either the. The second or the third. I don't. I guess I don't see the stubborn being all that useful. All right. Okay. Well, Pat, what's, Pat, Pat, what's your choice? You didn't say your choice. No, that was intentional. Because no, you I, didn't I, want to be wishy-washy like I was. No, I would go with the. Depending on the force I put together, it'd be the the second or the third one. Okay, so we're kind of in the same boat. I think we're all agreeing that the second like, two are stubborn. Like, there's so few times I've actually used it. And one time I did, and it came off beautifully, and my opponent was like, no, they're dead, because they're minus three pins. I could, you know, he was kind of a jerk, and I can kind of basically give him the metal finger and said, they're they're stubborn, so go away. <laughs> Be like, nope, stubborn matters. Yep. Other right. than that, I haven't really seen it matter. And I've pl- I've run a lot of paratroopers. So. Well, it, it let Jeff and I pin out a unit of airborne. We got to, we got to put ten actual pins on a unit instead of... Like letting them test sooner. Yeah, that was cool. That was fun. That's about the only thing we've been able to do with it. So, okay. I don't know. All right, let's All move right, in. So let's move along. Their officers and forward observers are the same. As yeah, same as same out of the Great Britain book. Okay. Uh, their medic is is a little little different. Yeah. So they can be regular or vet. And I know that's a change from the PDF that was published. I believe they're only VET in the PDF. Uh, okay. And it can be the composition is medic and up to four men. Dear Lord. Okay. Can they have guns? No. They are unarmed. They're, they're, yeah. They are they're following the rules. bearers. Not bears. Oh, interesting. Bearers. <laughs> they're not drop bears? 
They're, they're not drop bears. Okay. So, and what was interesting I read in the PDF is that for every one of these additional men you had, the medic rule was extended an extra inch. That Eesh. got cut. Okay. That has to. That's that's super too good. All of a sudden, a 10 inch bubble? Yeah, you would uh, bring as many dudes as you could. Yeah, yeah. and a 10 inch bubble from the furthest guy spread out in the line. Right. Yeah, yeah, you guys spread them an inch oh, apart. Yeah. That's uh, that's a big bubble. That's what twenty five inches across. Twenty uh, twenty plus inches, easy for seventy points, veteran. Broken. Yeah. Oh, that been, yeah. That was a probably good choice. As so cool that as it sounded. Yeah. All right. So and this is this kind of uh, then they got a little section out box in the New Guinea book. They or they talk about the fuzzy wuzzy angels, who are the the locals there that basically they just the whole conflict they just pulled wounded out of the jungle and brought them back both okay. sides both sides didn't care who they were they just like, didn't care got... who they were never had any weapons just all they did was just carry guys out carry them okay. on stretchers this sounds was pretty cool. cool actually yeah the out of let's see this is all like in papua new guinea so the Papuan tribesmen okay and they're fuzzy was the angels because apparently they had very large fuzzy beards and quite frankly were angels so right. a nice little homage to that and they also mentioned that the Last one in the world passed away in March 2016. Oh, that's depressing. Thanks, Pat. Sorry. It's, <laughs> I, you know, I usually don't read out those little, little what they label the top secret boxes and stuff. But for some reason, I actually read this one. It's like that's actually really cool. That's actually they a really like, cool story. They sneak secret rules in there and shit. You got to read everything in these books now because that's where you found the stupid uh, uh, bazooka rule. Is it like one of those little breakout boxes? Well, you look you look for the the key things where they put you know pluses a plus sign or a minus sign or sure. several numbers in sequence. Sure. Otherwise, they're not special rules. <laughs> Fair. All right. So, but that that's just a call out. That's not. There's nothing special, other nope. than that they get the native bearers for the unit. Yes, and that's, and that's what the native bearers are representing is okay. these fuzzy wuzzy angels. I as far as I believe that makes sense. That actually sounds pretty accurate. That's pretty cool. Now it should be just that you could have multiple. Medics. That'd be kind of cool, too. Well, normal medic unit is just, what, one dude and that's it? Then you can have a stretcher bearer with them. Usually you can have up to three dudes. Like, like up to three like dudes? The, the attendant and two extra dudes. Okay. okay. Just to yeah. get a get a stretcher out. And, and, yeah, so this gets yes. you up to five dudes in the squad. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. cool. It yeah. makes them pretty resilient comparatively, so. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right. So that's it, right? Do they, do they have any four observers or anything, or is that all covered in that top thing? They just don't get them. They have Ford observers. Okay. Oh, they do. There we go. Same as Great Britain. Okay. It's essentially exactly the same. Got it. It it says, you know, C per armies of Great Britain. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, easy enough. Yes. They do that in the Papua New Guinea book? Or just in the PDF? In the campaign New Guinea? Yes. Okay. Yeah. For the record, you guys have the PDF open. I've read it, so I kind of have some notes on what it is, but I just have the. I'm just going straight from the actual New Guinea operation or camping New Guinea book. Yeah, that makes sense. At least one of us is reading from that. Somebody the should, right? One. Yeah, we can. Just, yeah. we could just make the crap up as we go. We could. Nah, but, let's not do that. Yeah. All right, let's moving move it along. So let's get some units. Let's do it, infantry boys. Uh, so you've got we referred to the militia infantry section. Yep. So these are pretty poor, five to ten inexperienced fellows with rifles, 
Yep. Uh, you can have an NCO can have an SMG. You can have someone have a light machine gun, or you can replace that light machine gun with the Lewis gun for minus five points. Minus five from the 20? Yep. So it's 15 points for the yep, Lewis gun. For the Lewis gun. What's the Lewis gun? Well, Lewis gun has one less shot. Oh, so... Three shots. Instead three, of three shots instead of four. Yep, and that the Lewis gun is a change from the PDF you guys have. They added that in here, and they they gave a little, just a little snippet on it. They actually okay. they give it some more towards the end of the book. I guess if you're looking to shape five points, it's kind of not a bad way of doing it. An experienced uh, in their green. I, yeah, uh, well, yeah, it'll probably not be taking a unit in the first militia. place. Militia. Yeah, maybe not. Um, All right. What's Jeff? Uh, well, you know, uh, I mean, Jeff's back got line. a Jeff, I'm just going to say a light a light machine gun in a non-German army is kind of already a dodgy buy. Yeah, and, I'm kind of and, with you. And, right, and 15 points for less one less shot is an even dodgier buy. So, I mean, if you want to have it because it looks cool and you're historically accurate to them carrying Lewis guns, you know, thumbs up. Yeah. But as a competitive choice, I think that's all. I guess I'm looking at it as it's, you know, it's about five points a shot. So dropping one shot is essentially the same. It's The, the math kind of works out to me. I, but they're inexperienced, so it's they're, yeah. I mean, either way, I don't know that I'd be putting an LMG on an inexperienced green squad myself. But if you're looking for dudes, you're just looking for dudes. Well, you're sacrificing the the loader's rifle shot. Right? Oh, true. I suppose you're. Yeah, you are losing that too. So yeah. you know, you're yeah. gaining 15 points for one extra shot and a little bit yeah. of range. Fair yeah, range. that kind of does ruin it. You're yeah, right. d- don't don't select these ones. By the way, just well, there's there's. It, Five men for 35 points. It's a cheap cheap dice and five wounds. My guess is that this isn't going to be where they excel in the cheap, no. crappy troops. Let's let's move along, and we'll see if we'll, we'll assess that at as we get through the infantry. I'm sure that we're going to see some more. I mean, the next unit I'm seeing is a veteran unit, so I'm guessing they're probably pretty good. So let's let's look at that. Right. How about the, uh, the the AIF infantry? The Australian Imperial Force. Sound incredibly scary. It does. It's really not. There's five to ten guys, regular or veteran option. Uh, okay. If your PDF only had the veteran option. Yep. All rifles. Uh, NCO can have a submachine gun. You can add a light machine gun for 20 points. Uh, these are one of the few that do not have, can't be given anti-tank grenades. Okay. This is one of the one of the squads that uh, had fighting withdrawal available to them. Yes, yep. that's actually it's just these two, the militia and the AIF. So, yep, yeah, I'm not overly excited by them. Let's, but they're mm. fairly vanilla. Yeah, but there's, I mean, still being able to have veteran troops, not mm-hmm. bad. They're standard by, so they're they're still going to be good. But I don't think they are any. I was hoping for something special. And, but, and honestly, how often do you actually give veteran troops anti-tank grenades, really? Yeah, you're not going to. I wouldn't anyway. They're, can you have... So you can have up to 10 dudes. It's a 10-man squad, Max. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Big list of vanilla. Yep. Yeah, very vanilla. So we've got some more vanilla for you here, but we'll call them Jungle Division Infantry Section. Okay. Uh, same, same regular veteran, 5 to 10 guys, rifles. Uh, NCO submachine gun. You can get three more guys with the submachine gun and you can put in an LMG and these also do not get the anti-tank grenades so just a little more assaulty 
uh, yeah, three more SMGs. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I think those are not in the PDF, so... No, they're, uh, uh, they're farther down. They're farther they're down. Oh, they're down a different yep. different yep. page. Okay. They, yeah, they so mixed just, up the order so as to yeah. hide the true identity. Mm, got yeah, it. Just yeah. as an aside, uh, Warlord does have miniatures for the militia infantry section. They're the they're the bros wearing shorts, and then they do have miniatures for the jungle division that we just talked about. No miniatures for the AIF. Yeah. They must be popular. You'd have to look at what their uniforms actually look like. So, yeah, the militia. Oh, guys. Well, nothing labeled as the Imperial forces. Yeah. yeah, no, no offense to anyone that may have fought in the militia, but they kind of look like Boy Scouts with well, their shorts. They were inexperienced. <laughs> don't, say, <clears throat> don't say that to their face. No, no, no. They're way tougher than I ever would be. But especially, if, especially if they have a Lewis gun. Just one last shot. <laughs> well, gee. And if you they don't have their loader, they're freaking green, whatever, I'm, I'm fine. All right, so. Probably run away from that. Let's, let's jump onto the platoon scout team. That sounds cool. It does. So 42 points regular, 55 points veteran. They're static. You get an NCO and two rows. They have submachine guns. They have the forward deployment. So they count, they count as the observer sniper for setup purposes. Okay. So I remember that little 18-inch thing. Yeah, that, how big go. of a unit can you get? Just three men? Three, three guys with SMGs. Okay. It's a nice little... Can they have anything else, or is that it? That's it. Is that not in the PDF? No, it is. It's farther down. So I'm really confused. Okay. These three guys um, with submachine guns, they're veteran or regular. Um, hmm. Four deployers with um, being fanatic if they're charged, fanatic in defense, and stubborn in case they get shot. Ah, kind of like these. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick a pin in that stubborn thought for them. There's three dudes, so you're never going to take a stubborn test until you're down to two dudes and then one dude, and then it's not going to matter. Uh, well, yeah, I suppose they're not going to carry pins because there just aren't enough of them. Right, I mean, like, you kill one of the three, it doesn't matter because it's not doesn't 50%, test. right? And if you yeah. kill two of the three, um, does stubborn apply when you're the last man left? That I don't actually know. Yes, I it don't. does. Yeah. Does it? Yes, it does. Fanatic doesn't. Fanatic is the one I'm thinking of. Okay, yeah. okay. Right. Then maybe, but I think it's... One guy left. It's that not all that true. That's common <laughs> and effective. They've already done their job at that point, though, because their job is basically to stop... Stuff from yeah, that's, deploying that's, where that's you don't right. want stubborn, it to do. Yeah, good point. Stubborn may not be as as nice there. I'm trying to trying to make it work. Here. No, well, no, no, I get so it. So they can they can they can forward deploy, and then as they retreat back to the main group, they can be moving into ambush. Yep. So they SMG. could be shooting at stuff, keeping things. That's yeah, I like these as a as an option for a cheaper uh, order dice. Can they ambush? I'm pretty sure that they have to have rifles to ambush. What for the special rule? Well, they can go into ambush. Any unit withdrawal? can ambush with SMGs. Oh, I don't think you could ambush with only two squads. It's an order. Just I didn't. I can, think you, you can. I can ambush with a machine gun team. Okay. Oh, you're right. Yeah, what am I thinking? What am I thinking of? I don't know what I'm thinking. It might be the That's master of the hunt. Does that only work if you have rifles? I have no, because no snipers do it. I'm just losing my mind. All right. You're thinking of a different army, so different. Yeah. I. 
I don't know what I'm thinking of. But hey, anyway. on the upside, you're still talking about bolt action. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe not. I have no <laughs> idea. I kind of like these, though. I would think about taking one or two of them, maybe one of them, just because you're probably going to still have a sniper. But this is a good little unit to, again, cock block. And you, and you need a few of those to take advantage of that sweet rule. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to use that rule, yeah. Well, that is, you get that rule. Never mind. Okay. All right, so here comes one of my two favorite units out of this, out of this mm-hmm. army. Oh. The Independent Company Commando section. Yeah. Which there are Just miniatures for. rolls off the tongue there. The Independent Company Commando section. Those, and by the way, those guys look freaking badass. Like, those models are great. They look tough as nails. I'm guessing they're tough as nails. Well, they have tough fighter. That makes them tough as nails. What else right. they got? So this, so this is a veteran, uh, 5 to 10. Okay. They come with rifles. NCO can get a I submachine don't... gun. Any man can have a submachine gun for plus two points. They okay. can add an LMG for 20. As mentioned, they're tough fighters. That's why it's only a plus two for the SMG. It's nice that they paid attention to that. And yeah. they also got the behind enemy lines. Gee, oh my god. That's actually, they're cheap. Now, which one does the behind the enemy lines do? That's the no minus one for coming in outflanking. Oh, that's right. That's not the one that lets you come on the other table edge. I was like, holy crap. That's that They're under-costed, but... Still. So they're 15 points each, as is. With submachine guns, they go up by two, so they're 17 points. Well, it says each additional man is 14. Is it 15 or 14? Uh, Five for 70 points. So 14, my bad. Yeah, okay. Math seemed right there for me. Yeah, it's not 75 points, it's just 70. So 16 points with the SMG. Tough fighters, which they, if you had, if they had SMGs, they'd yeah, have anyways. So. Kind of redundant, but they let you have rifles. Keep them cheap. You keep them at fourteen points. I don't know. The miniatures look good. Okay. Miniatures look fantastic. Good yeah. Work. No, I mean that. That's part of the reason why I would actually get these guys is because they look amazing. So. I I'm digging them, but there's a bro here with a huge Rick Eubler beard too. I know there's a couple of dudes in there that have beards. Like I was like, yeah. damn, they look rough. Like they've been out on the bush for a little too long, and they don't have a doctor that says you must shave every day. Yeah, they thought Australia was cool before we did. <laughs> yeah, I I think those guys are look pretty damn good. Um, they do look good. That's hmm. just. 49, 28. Somebody raise their hand. Because I'm not going to... Oh, Pat's back. Is he actually back? Okay, great. Okay, just making sure. I mean, they're the commandos. I mean, behind enemy lines is okay. Um, It's situational. Yeah, but it's not not like actual infiltration. No, it's not the same. Here's what I found about using that, because my commandos have it. Mm -hmm. And all use those kind of units if I don't plan on having a transport because it can get right. you up the line. Yeah. Reliably. Yeah. You're talking veterans coming in at a 10. So, should yeah. come in, yeah. They should hopefully come in. Uh, maybe not. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that's true. Seen stupider just, stuff Just pick happening. the right side for the love of God. 
Or bring two and bring them one on each side. <laughs> There's that, but whatever you do, if you're doing some outflanking and you come in on the right, don't move the bulk of your forces to the left side of the board. No, you don't want, yeah, no, don't do that. That's silly. That's not going to help you. No, that that would not, but... Um, I've done yeah. it. Oh, I, I think I've done it too, where you're like, oh, <laughs> shit. Not supporting that one unit that's now coming in on the opposite end of the table. Uh, all right. I think they're pretty, those look pretty good. I I agree, though. I don't know if I'd give them SMGs just because you already have Tough Fighter. It is nice that they're only two points. So it's, you're not you're really... Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad a bad buy per se. It's not, but it's still... If, if they could give their rule to their transport, I think that'd be really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would be pretty good. Uh, fortunately, I don't think it works that way. No, yeah, no. no. Here's, here's another pro tip. Okay. Don't put your veteran troops in an inexperienced transport. Jeff. That is a good tip. That's a great tip. I'm, <laughs> I'm just thinking, again, terrain heavy because you're fighting on a jungle board. Double the shots up to 12 inches where yeah. you can move and shoot is pretty freaking good. It is pretty good. You're right because you're, you're – yes, I guess I'm not thinking of a jungle table. Also, on turn three, if you forward bring them on way forward – then you could take advantage of the rule where they can come back towards your table edge. So, like a sweeping well, from behind. This, this, kind of remember thing. that that moving back into ambush is only the first two units we talked about. Oh, that's right. That's not this. Yeah, one. this doesn't count. Yeah, that was the AIF and militia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Never huh. mind. They're stupid. <laughs> Just kidding. No, they're still they're still decent. I think pretty they're good. pretty good. Yeah, I yeah. like them. All right. Well, so that was not that was one of your favorites, but I don't. I'm guessing the next one's not because it's not bright red. Well, that was bright red because it didn't exist in the PDF. Oh, got it. Okay. So the next one is the Raiding Party. The Independent Company Raiding Party. Oh, these guys actually... I, they, this I is, These guys look freaking gross. This is just... All right, let's go through it here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you got 5 to 16 vets, all with rifles. Uh, we'll get Jesus. to the... So you can add a local scout... We'll get back to that. NCO and any soldier can have a submachine gun for plus two points each. Two soldiers may have light machine guns. Entire squad can have anti-tank grenades is the first squad that can take that. Entire okay. squad can be upgraded to jungle warfare veterans. Uh, one party can replace the NCO with a commanding officer at the following points cost. You can slip a lieutenant, a captain, or a major into this. You can wait. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's the only time I've ever seen that actually. Yeah, exactly. So you can replace your NCO with a lieutenant, a captain, or a major. Why would you do that? Uh, another set of snap two? Yeah, you get an extra snap two. Uh, yeah, you get a bunch of feel like, 110 points feel like, lying around. Yeah, yeah these feel like they're operating a little bit independently. You mean like I mean, a raiding party? I mean, it's an independent company raiding party, so they might not have another unit. Well, I mean, if if another if another one of the commandos is coming along, I'm thinking behind enemy lines. Yeah, hang on, we're, we're not we're not done with him yet, though. <laughs> so they've also got behind enemy lines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so all commandos are tough fighters. Okay. Um, the attached scout is not here. Remember, there's an option to add a local scout. Jungle Warfare Veterans. So during setup, any raiding party unit can start the game in hidden 
and may start the game already in ambush if you decide to do so. But only within the back edge of the table, right? Like, just so, But they don't infiltrate. No infiltration. What does the local scout do for them? That's next here. The attached scout knowledge of the local jungle pass and trails in the area uh, allow the commandos when outflanking to arrive on the short board edge of their choice rather than having to choose before the game begins. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, so you don't have to choose. Yep. Ooh. That's a 38-point uh, selection, by the way. And five oh. five of these guys is 97 points. <laughs> the rest oh, are at 14 points each. Okay. So what was that 16-point selector? And that's with rifles before you start slapping SMGs on people. <laughs> can have it's two LMGs, though. You can have two LMGs, I think right? you can get like a 400-point, a four- or 500-point unit out of this. This is like a Death Star of all Death Stars in this game. I don't... Like, yeah, but it's ish. not an effective Death Star. It's no. just a, a point sink. 16 vets? That's pretty... That's kind of hard. Well, yeah, but you can get 16 uh, vets out true. of... True. For a you lot know, less points, I agree. The AIF for a lot less. They're yeah. one order dice. Then they're one. Plus, order you can dice. sink another 150 to you know drop your NCO and promote them to major. Yeah, <laughs> and one not order have dice. any other units left in your army to snap well, to action. With the yeah, because you did, I guess the end, if you put a yeah because you put a captain you're there, major you're in snapping there. the other army to action. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> Run away! <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. As cool as it sounds. It sounds so cool. I think they missed something here. Yeah, it's just so damn expensive. It's, I mean, you'd want something like, you know, um, appropriately costed Gurkhas or something. Yeah. No. I mean, they should just really just kick ass. They should. They they should. But, well, they do probably kick ass, but they're just, again, like Jeff said, they're one-order dice, and there are a lot of points. There's a lot of cool shit in there, but it would be nice if you could just get, like, a local scout upgrade for your army. At 38 points, that's really tough to swallow. Yeah, yeah it is. And if these guys brutal. could infiltrate, that'd be awesome. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Something. If, if you've got a 400-point unit, 38 more points to make sure it comes in where you want it to. Ain't a well, bad idea. Th- that's <laughs> true. I mean, yeah. if you're going to spend the points, you might as well spend the points. But It's a little luxury it, tax there. Yeah, but it's just seemingly overly costed. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, this is the Tiger Two of the Australian list. Looks Six, awesome. Sixteen bets yeah. one dice and too many points. Yeah, sixteen bets is incredible. Like that would be scary, but it's a lot of points, and you're going to have like four other order dice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. Well, now, now you're going to have to get those inexperienced guys at thirty-five pops. Uh, thirty-five pops right, just to get some extra dice. dice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So th- there is a a lot of stuff going on there that just like. Do yourself a favor, ignore that page, and move on. That's too bad. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, those dudes look pretty freaking cool, though. Like, well, the commandos do, but I'm sure... Did the rating party even have their own models, or could you just use rating commandos instead? I don't see models specifically listed for for the rating party, so... But they're independent company. You could probably get away with using the commandos, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Have to look at what they look like, but... All right. Uh, next, I see engineers. So I'm, this is my heart's my heart's a flutter already. The jungle engineer section. I think they just took the regular armies and put like jungle in front of stuff. Right. Well, that makes sense. So this has all all levels of experience. Uh, I believe the original PDF uh, omitted the inexperienced guys. Okay. Uh, this is five to ten. Uh, NCO can have an SMG. Two more guys can have an SMG. You can do a light machine gun. You can do a flamethrower. 
Yeah. And they can also have anti-tank grenades. Mm. I'm a little disappointed by the number of SMGs they can have, but otherwise... Ma- uh, sounds... Total 3 with the NCO? Yeah, that, that doesn't excite me much, but it's the fact that you can get a flamethrower inside a unit is nice. To protect that? Yeah. Yeah, kind, you kind of hide it back. Keeps Very it. nice, yeah. Option I don't have with the British Army. Right. Pretty and, solid. They, Pretty solid. and actually, the fact that they can be regular is kind of nice, too, because a lot of veterans, I mean, at least for the Germans, their veteran units or their engineer squads are all veteran only. These could be inexperienced, too. Yeah, I don't think they? I'd ever take an inexperienced engineer squad myself. Inexperienced flamethrower just sounds like a wreck waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> just lighting all your own dudes on fire. <laughs> oh, shit, guys. I forgot to bring the fuel. He's, he's the guy who goes, here, hold my beer. Watch this. Yeah. yeah. It's just a freaking, it's just a hair, hairspray can with a lighter. Yeah. It seems like a bad I wonder idea. if there's a corresponding meme. Like, we've got America. America. I wonder if there's a Australia. <laughs> Rick, I was gonna, I was gonna say he's not, the, he's not the guy with the, the hairspray and the flamethrower. He's the guy who's done a bunch of beans and lifts his ass in the air. And oh hits yeah, the there you go. just farting. Yeah, that seems about right. You're forgetting he's Australian. There's probably some kind of fire breathing lizard they have. He just squeezes, it. <laughs> he <just> squeezes it. <laughs> it's a, it's a salamander from the lizardman army. There we go. <laughs> yeah, they, they in conflict forty seven, they probably have some bug divisions or something with just. You know. Light up and light shit on yeah. fire. Yeah, maybe. I, who knows? But it's cool that you can get a regular unit. I don't. Yeah, again, no, no experience. But if you don't want to take vet, I can nah, see it working. Cool. I, I think this mirrors what I, I believe an American squad is very similar to this. It might be squad. I'm just very used to the Germans only having a veteran option. Sure. So kind of. Eh. All right. So nice the last infantry squad, and and my other favorite one in this one is the yeah, Pompot. shocking. The let's see the Papayan Infantry Battalion. Papuan. Yep. That's, yeah. There are um, there are miniatures for these as well. Okay. So Sweet. these are five to ten guys. They have all levels. Uh, the PDF didn't have an experience at the time. Uh, the NCO can have an SMG. Uh, they have Fieldcraft. If you remember what that one is, it keeps coming up in every freaking episode. Partisans. Yeah. Um, somebody else had it too, didn't they? The unit counts rough train as open train for movement to the first turn. Yep. They also have forward deployment. Yep. They have jungle fighters. So yep. this is if they're set up, they may begin, begin the game hidden and in ambush. Okay. They've also got behind enemy lines. And just to, just to make that evened out, they're native troops. They do not benefit from never give up. Oh. But at five men, regular for 60 points... And twelve more points for each regular. That's a hell of a good deal. I like these. I'm even okay with them as veterans. I mean, ten veteran guys for deploying at the start of the game. Yep. That in will ambush. overrun. Yeah. In ambush. Hidden ambush. 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 Nothing. ambush. Nothing. You use them to like immediately overrun somebody else's forward deploying guys. Yeah. Well, that can't deploy with an eighteen inches year, dudes. Right. Well, you just get well, right up in somebody's grill like that. They don't. So they don't get fanatic. So, yeah, but, most most forward deploying small teams don't have fanatic either, fair. unless well, they're Japanese, and, and most teams can't get to ten at that size. Right? Yeah, I'll ten man ten, squad. Holy yeah, shnikes! Yeah. I'll take ten veterans on just about any other forward deploying unit. Yeah. Well, I mean, in hell, start them in ambush anyway, and then if 
it becomes a chance for you to come after something, go after something. Yeah, well, these since, are since no one can be within eighteen inches of you, you want to be hidden, ambush, let them make their first advance. Yeah. So you're at that twelve inch range. Fire on their advance, and then on your turn, go cut their freaking heads off. Yep, I can no, see a whole army of just these guys. Yeah, yeah, and if they did benefit from the never give up rule, these oh, guys would be insane. Because yeah, be also awful. remember, in that first turn, they're counting rough ground as open. Right. Yep. So that that first turn, let those let those little other four deployment units move a little bit, shoot them for the price, and then kill them for their stupidity. Yeah, I like those guys. And you those said guys are sweet. Seventy five points for five of them. That's for, for vets, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or 15, you can get them. fifteen points per. That's quite good for field craft and for deployment. Not to mention, just in case you want to get loopy, they got the behind it. And jungle lines. fighters, which is really important. And, yeah, actually. no, actually, that is too. Yes, and the models look really cool. I'm a big fan of these. I got to see the models now. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. They actually have a picture of them in the New Guinea book if you ever choose to get that one. I'm actually kind of terrified looking at these models. This would be really fun to paint. Are they on Warlord's site? Yeah. There's a link. Oh, he's sending me a link. Hold on. Ooh, all right. I like these. 20, unit. 24 bucks for 10 of them? Standard price, yeah. That's pretty They're standard. all unique sculpts, too, so. Metal, though. Why won't the picture show up? Come on. So I'm doing too much stuff on the internet right now? Probably. You may have to close one of your porn windows. Also, um, anybody at Warlord, if you're listening, I went to the website to look at the the minis, and I didn't find an Australian army selection in the in the drop down. I had to actually search for Australia to find the minis. Yeah, really? I noticed that too. So, if you're not selling minis for Australia, it might be because no one can link to them from the website. Yeah, but you get their own section, man. Give them their own section. Okay, so they won't show up for me, but I can see them in the little preview, and they do look pretty good. Oh, there we go. Now I can see them. Dude, yeah. Whole army of those guys. Your opponents will be scared shitless. Right? And they're all forward deploying, so like, hey. Yeah, you're up in your grill real early, and there's like shirtless dudes in skirts trying to shoot you with guns. I don't know if those it's are cool. actually skirts, but like those, guys, those guys look awesome. Do you see that well, huge it's not a kill. knife? Look at that Yeah, the fucking knife. <laughs> the giant machete in the front, yeah. Jesus. You should model that guy like Crocodile Dundee. That's a knife. <laughs> that is a knife. I don't think they're messing around. That's probably some joke in there. I'm sure they were doing that on purpose. But, damn. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Like, I, yep. They, yep. They're winners for me. See you, lead you astray. No. In fact, we should just no. listen. We, we don't need to have a podcast. You can just be like, these are my units. <laughs> and we're like, all right, we're good. Let's just move it right along. Talk about something else. That'd be so more dull. Yeah, probably. You're right. There's that, a, that's not what they're paying for. Wait a minute. There's a no. pretty varied selection, at least, which is kind of cool. There's a lot of different ways you can go. Yeah. I feel like there's a few ways that I think the path is trying to lead you towards. But, mm-hmm. I mean, their rules all favor infantry, which is nice because there's a lot of infantry. And they were in a jungle. And they were in a jungle, shockingly enough. I don't think they had a whole sense. lot of motor pools. No. So, well, and then just just to wrap this section up, they've also got sniper teams, MMGs, light, medium, heavy mortar, mortars. Uh, they've got the dreaded Piat, whatever. 
They've got the boys AT and Flamethrower teams, and all those are all the exact same as they are out of the armies of Great Britain. So they got all the fun stuff. Yeah, I will say they don't I bet get a you... bazooka. They got this mm-hmm. stupid pain in the ass torpedo. I bet I'm you determined a pain to make in the that ass. work though. I bet you a piot in a jungle board would actually work pretty well though. Well, you know yep. what? That's a good point. Like in a jungle setting, you probably get to shoot a piot more. F- not you won't die before he gets shot. He gets the shots off. Right, because you're not only are you better or more concealed, you figure that they're funneling tanks during, down particular avenues. Right. There's so not as many places for tanks to go, per se. The range wouldn't be quite as much of a hindrance. Yep. I think there's would be interesting. Right. I might have to do like a, a really crowded jungle board. So much work. I've been working on one for two years now. <laughs> We're looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, right. By I say we, I mean you. Yeah, I would be excited to see it too. It'll be at it'll be at Snafu twenty twenty one. That's soon. Holy cow! <laughs> yes, well, palm tree too. You're gonna wait for your daughter to grow up and finish it for you. Yes, that there you go. She'll finish my legacy for me. Yeah, it's a family heirloom. Just gets passed down one generation to the next. It's everybody, funny. We everybody has place four a square inches. Yeah, yeah. We actually have a we have a family train table at one of my my nephew's house that that's been like that it's been through like four generations now cool it's kind of cool it is cool it's very it's very shitty at this point it's been very well abused but it's still a family heirloom at this point anyway well, all right cool. so that's the infantry it's all the infantry right nothing yep. else special yep i mean there's still some special stuff in there but that's all of it all right so next we move into artillery yep i'm not seeing anything exciting here there that's because there's not okay Got it. So the so they've got a light howitzer which has a jungle gun special order. Uh, if chosen, Ooh. the twenty five pounder short. The crew may move the gun three inches in rough ground if given a run order. That's actually kind of neat. Say that again. So, with this light howitzer, with a yep. run order, the crew may move the gun three inches in rough ground. Normally, you can't move it. Oh, oh, so you ground. can like move it from inside of a building or something. Correct. Ruins, anyway. Yeah. Ruins, anyway. Yeah. No. Mud. Quicksand. Yeah, I guess you would be putting your light howitzer in a building, I hope. But <laughs> I don't know why I'd put it in quicksand. That seems like a poor deployment choice. They might not have had a choice, or they didn't realize. Like, haven't you seen the shows? They never realize it's quicksand until it's way Was too it late. Was it slow sand then? Actually, no. It's the yeah. perfect spot. See, if you get it just balanced right on top of the quicksand, nobody can approach you. Right. It's like a <laughs> moat. And if you don't, you can move it out because you've got the jungle <laughs> gun rule. <laughs> but, but I have a rule that lets me move out of quicksand. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. All right. Okay. So, all right. Uh, and they also have an option where they may become the short version of the 25 pounder, which has the special rule limited logistical support, meaning that it can't use the anti tank round the normal uh, Great Britain 25 pounder can. You so, does it give you a discount? Yeah, minus five points. Minus five? Mm. Yep. So it becomes the regular howitzer in that case. Right. But it's only a light, so it doesn't have a spotter, correct? You can add a spotter. You can, okay, add a light. Yep. It's not a light mortar. Okay. It's not the no, same it's, as It's a howitzer. Mortar. Right, right. No, I know. I'm just, yeah. I was associating it with light mortar for some reason as to not having the ability to get a spotter. But. There are some light howitzers that cannot have spotters. Okay, but they can have a spotter. So They can have a spotter. All right. Cool. Good enough, I guess. It, I like the fact template. that you can move an artillery piece in rough ground. That's pretty slick. Yeah, but That's, how often would that come up? I guess nobody ever puts it in rough ground because it's really bad. I've done it before in my third or fourth <laughs> game. <laughs> like I can't move I, it. <laughs> it, it. It can help you protect it. I mean, yeah. 
Because mm-hmm. if, if you're forcing someone to charge through rough ground at you, that really diminishes the um, amount of range that they have because they're limited to immediately to six inches once they hit it. Right. So so if they're getting yeah. close, you can like back up a little bit, get in there. Yep. If you're setting up your boards, just have that patch of rough ground, you know. Optimally sticking placed, out yeah. <laughs> and deploy right, right in the back of it. So. Yep. No, it's interesting. Okay. So they've got that. They've got the stock light and medium anti-tank guns. Okay. And they've also got a stock AA artillery, the 40 millimeter Bofors gun, all per the armies of Great Britain. Okay. And that rounds out their artillery. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow, we spent way too much time on that. Watch out. Yeah. All right. Hang on. Everybody, go take a quick pee break. We're going to talk about vehicles next. Yeah, this is going to take hours. Hours. (laughs) Hours. <laughs> I think there's less selection here than there was in the artillery section. Actually, there <laughs> yeah, are there is. less. There are so, absolutely less. You, you, they've got two tanks. Okay. They don't have any tanks. They're not their tanks, but they well, have they're two not options. theirs. They, yeah. The Australian, I guess, didn't oh, build really? them. Well, I guess. Oh, boo. So you know, Australia actually built tanks. They only ever, I think, deployed like one or two of them. That explains why they weren't in the book. Yeah. They. <laughs> uh, the sorry. Side note here, quickly. The uh, the. World of Tanks guy who goes around tank museums and looks at real world tanks mm-hmm. got in this one and I think he called this one of the worst tanks he'd ever crawled into. Explains <laughs> <laughs> why no. it's not in the game. <laughs> it was like insanely cramped, like the the driver's seat was angled off center, so like you had to be like twisted forty five degrees in the driver's seat to see out the front. He yeah, it's not great. impressed. Wow, it has a okay. big um, phallic gun port on the front. You're like teabagging the gunner. Something it's it's kind of messed up, but hey, okay. it looked it also looks sort of cool from the outside. I just you'd never get me in one. <laughs> Literally, I don't think I would fit in any hatch on that thing. Okay, all right, now I have to go and see if I can find a picture of this. Uh, I'm going to struggle to think of the name. Hang on. Well, anyway, so the ones that they do have in the book, uh, they are... got the the M3 Stewart. Okay, and this is this is not the. It's not the. But it's not the it's not the pimped out one that just got nerfed. I mean it. Lists it as it, but it, in the book it doesn't list all the options the base M3 Stewart has. That's uh, part of the land lease. Okay. So this is the the turret mounted light anti tank with MMG and a hull mounted MMG. It's an eight plus light tank. You can add a pintle for fifteen. It doesn't give you the option to add two other forward facing MMGs, which count as LMGs. I'm right. S- I swear, I'm still not bitter about that. <laughs> but it is still vulnerable, so an additional plus one penetration to the sides. So pretty of, much because of riveted construction, it's an M three Stewart. Yeah, yep, pretty much standard without the without like you said without the extra option. It, it's a good little light tank. It does the job yeah. it needs to do, and relatively inexpensive, if I remember correct. Uh, one hundred and fifteen at regular, and yep. fifteen more points for the pintle mounted MMG. So that's so inexpensive, pretty inexpensive. That's kind of nice. That's a nice little buy if you're. Looking to put some armor in, little mobile platform, shoot some stuff. Yeah. If you decide not to go with the captain in your raider squad, then you can just pop down a a steward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that and the then tank, Jeff, the second link. Yeah, yeah. That's the, so. That's the inside the hatch. Oh my episode. god, it's tiny. Yes. Yes, it is. That's a great <laughs> name, unless, Sentinel. Unless that guy is just like you know eight foot tall. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's. I think he might almost be six foot. But yeah, it's a it's a really tiny tank. It looks like it's made of plastic. <laughs> it looks like a bad mold pour, yeah. It's like a little soft on the edges. I guess it doesn't. And it does kind of look cool, but gotta clean the, the clean the flashing, flashing off yeah. that next yeah. time. 
<laughs> Probably you prime it up. That looks like he left some of the silly putty there where he did the camel paint job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, look, let's look, take let's look, take but, this thing home. But please yes. appreciate appreciate the front machine gun spot before you before you click away from it in a picture. It is like a dong hanging out. The front. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Wait, which is that? What the big thing in the middle is? Yeah, it's yeah. an MMG. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. That yeah, that is like a oh that is God. like that's like the yeah I've, never mind I'm not gonna say it it's like a it looks like a strap on it just like looks very foreign to the whole rest of it <laughs> wow oh, kind sure of a bizarre protected. looking yeah it looks like it's got a shit ton of metal surrounding it, it. that's it probably also pretty good. seems to be Jewish <laughs> all right <laughs> enough <laughs> enough shitty puns about that Ooh. bad tank. You can't get it in the game because you only can get a Matilda and a Stuart. So yeah, the Matilda <laughs> Two CS and Frog. Does a frog swim? Amphibious? Please tell me it's amphibious. Or is that a flamethrower version? Uh, that's, that's the crocodile, isn't it? That's the crocodile. So that's not a Matilda, though, isn't it? Mm-mm. It's a Churchill. Just a Churchill. That's right. It's a Churchill crocodile. Is the big yeah. one. So uh, let's see. What is the frog variant? Um, let's see. The only special role they have listed here is the telephone tank. And I, <laughs> tank, tank telephone. So, so they have, Hello. They have a couple of cans and a string. <laughs> Running in between all of them. So the Matilda's role was to support the infantry in the overcoming fixed Japanese positions. The tank squadrons would either have their own officer walking behind the tanks and directing their fire using the Americans' walkie-talkie, or the infantry them or the infantry themselves would use the tank telephone on their rear hulls to communicate with the crews oh. inside the tank to take out the hidden Japanese positions. Interesting. So, okay. A Matilda tank that is at one inch distance of a friendly infantry unit will reveal hidden enemy units at twelve inches instead of six. Yep. Okay. For the record, uh, the United States I don't know if we had a World War Two or not, but copied that up through the Vietnam War where you would have the telephone at the back of the tank that infantry guys could talk to the tank commander. Right. It kind of makes sense because otherwise you can't really talk to them. Well, well you, you have to crawl up on the tank to do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you really don't want to do that. You yeah. really don't want to do that. Or you're talking through radio, which someone else can listen to. Yep. Which is kind of nice to be able to talk to the guys right inside without anyone else so, hearing So the it. frog was just their variant. I'm sure it probably you know went through puddles where well enough and stuff right. like that. that. That counts as amphibious to me. You can go through puddles. It's, everything's amphibious depending on the depth of the puddle. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and whether or not you want everyone to survive inside. Didn't yes. float. It wasn't a boat. So, and, and for the record, it's still Matilda. And while I'm sure it was very functional for its purposes in the war, in essence of game mechanics, having a uh, light anti-tank and a coaxial MMG at 100 and some points is not worth putting in my list. Put a steward on the table before you put that on the table. It's 130, 135, or 140. It's somewhere in that. It's a it's a, it's a 9 plus. Alright, all right. you're looking at the big book, right, Pat? No. Okay, I'm just going to tell you, for the record, Jeff's memory is better than he thought, because I Wikipedia the Matilda 2, Australian var- variant, Matilda Frog, flamethrower tank. Really? No, so is it not in the book? They I don't no mention that in... Oh, it, well, they're missing out if they yeah. forget. Yeah. It says, as per page 42 and 43 of the Armies of Great Britain book, except as noted below, in the PDF, so it's likely that those variants are listed in the Armies of Great Britain I book. haven't seen them. Hmm. Interesting. Well, they're on page 42 or 43 if they exist. <laughs> well, the book's yeah. upstairs. I will 
follow up when we uh, release this with something on Facebook. Yeah. I'm just curious because like, the Wikipedia version does say that's a flamethrower tank. And if you could take a flamethrower, Matilda 2, in the jungle, I would take that all day, every day. Yeah, any tournament you're going to be going to be bringing all sorts of flamethrowers. Yeah, uh, and I mean from um, a campaign perspective, if you're playing Japanese, the Matilda two is so, perfectly adequate. Oh yeah. So, so let's really put it in. Uh, so I'm looking at Bolt Act or uh, Easy Army, and they do list the Matilda Frog Murray. Is it also called a Murray here? Uh, yeah. Yes. It's a one turret mounted flamethrower with a coaxial MMG. There you go. With a nine plus armor. I'm I'm in. Like yeah. I think that's a good choice. What do they want for points yeah. for it? One fifty five regular. So <laughs> all day, every day. Yeah. That's great with a nine. With wow. a, yeah, oh. with a nine up armor. Slow. Oh, so so it's slow internal volatile tanks and tank telephone. Which oh, it is slow. Slow kind of it kind of ruins the flamethrower. But no, well, no, Churchill's man. slow. The British are just used to slow tanks. Yeah, it's an infantry support tank. They're all slow. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, you're just gonna have to deal with it. So, but. I just don't like the slow with a with a flamethrower. Otherwise, I wouldn't care. But not mm-hmm. man, when it's nine armored to the front, you don't care. Yeah, it's a good point. You're kind of just going to sit there and take it until you get up there, and you still have an MMG to shoot until then. So you just keep keep moving forward until you can torch things. And you want to have those because, especially if you're playing against a Japanese player, they they aren't going to run away if you kill half the unit, but they might if you hit them with a flamethrower. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they have, have to take test. that check. That's a yeah. different check. Yeah. It's a good point. Interesting. I I'm liking that choice a lot more. It kind of makes, well, and I, I still I only have two choices. Yeah. It, it brings the un back in fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know aesthetics are subjective, but I also I really know. I think like how this tank looks. The Matilda. Does. I think the um, the flamethrower tank. tanks put the fu back in fun. <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> not the un. It's the fu. You're right. Well, let's let's move into transports because I see a transport in this that that I might I would. The There's one really cool good. one, and I'll leave it for last just for you. Because I, I, I already know, like, yeah, we, you're on the same page on this one, I think, right, right So away. you can have a Jeep. Yep, it's a Jeep. Right. Bren yep. Carrier. Yep, it's a Bren Carrier. Right. Uh, they also have the full array of variants of Bren Carriers available to them Kay. as far as the you know the, the machine gun Brens and whatever. Yeah, they got like those. the light, light guns, whatever. Yeah. They can also get a truck. Woohoo! Ooh, a big excited. truck. big truck to get. A shit ton of dudes, and I'm I'm assuming. Um, no, it's the oh, it's they get the Morrises. So okay, like you twelve dudes, ten, guys, in it. ten yeah. guys, three ton truck. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and, and then the LVT four Buffalo. That's the one I like. That how many nice. MEGs can this one have? A um, bunch. Four. Thirty. <laughs> it's like the, it's like that scene from the mask where he pulls out all those guns in one shot. It's just like a hundred guns. It should be able to have four. It's just like just pops guns out of guns. Right, shooting guns out of guns. Yes. Yeah. And I'm I believe this sure. was the, the fully enclosed transport too, isn't it? Really? Isn't that right? I'm looking at the picture of it, and I'm just guessing. Off the I don't uh, actually think so. I think it's open top. It well, should be open bad. top. There's no way I'm it's... I'm looking right now. I'm looking <laughs> at it. I'm looking at it in Easy Army. That's as oh, best okay. I can get. So the, yeah, it is open the, top. Yeah, okay. it's open top. Seven top, seven up. Open topped, seven but it up. can seven plus armor, whatever. Now with a slice of lime, it's amphibious, and it can have can carry up to twenty four men. Yep. Uh, may have two MMGs uh, upgraded to HMGs, 
may have an additional forward-facing MMG for 10 points. Add a pintle-mounted 20-millimeter autocannon. Yeah, you can get an autocannon with a 360 arc. Yeah, I mean, he's got all sorts of choices. It kind of gets pricey when you start adding all that crap onto it, though, just saying. 24 guys in one vehicle. It's like the clown car of all That's clown cars. That's a lot cars. of eggs in my basket. So, hold on now. Is this Which one is this? Because the LVT-4 water buffalo in the Army's of the United States list... Can hold 30. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, I this one lists too. as per the Army's of Great Britain, page 62. Yeah, so right, right. They're, that team maker takes up room for six guys. I always forget that. I, yeah, I don't... <laughs> the tea maker, <laughs> the extra biscuits in the boxes the, too. The Vegemite yes. heater, I don't son know. of a biscuit. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, exactly know why it's twenty four <laughs> instead of thirty because that's the first thing I noticed that it is less people. But really, seriously, how many people are you putting in this damn thing? Well, I put two full squads, and if you have three MMGs on the front of it, that's well, sure, yeah, Jesus, <laughs> it's yeah, it's awesome. Open top, taking the pins. I guess Man, that's why we have the tea. You are dishing out so many pins when you do that, though. So stick yeah. two ten-man squads in it, and your lieutenant in there, right? Because the lieutenant will benefit guys inside the transport. True. Drive up, spray well, somebody with three. Yes, he will. Inside, he will. Okay. Spray everybody oh, yeah. with the MMGs. We'll have an episode on that. Dump a squad out, blast somebody. Dump a squad out, blast somebody. And if they're still there... They're really good. Run away. <laughs> <laughs> if, they're, if they're still there, they must be Gurkhas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's... It's good. I don't know which units I'd put in it because you, if you're using the the uh, what the hell were they called? The last pop unit we're talking about, the pop one, then yeah. you're not going to use them in a buffalo. No, no, you use the regular Australian Army guys in this. Yeah, maybe you do. I think you have to because that's the only way you're going to use it. Or you go bonkers and take four five man squads in it and just be a pin machine. <laughs> just a bunch of SMGs where you can get them. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's it's. So many pins. I like the Buffalo. I've always been a fan. It's kind of pricey, but you don't need to have four, three transports. You can have one, and it gets quite a few dudes up front. So, yep. And it's tracked, which is very nice. Yep. And gets you over some. Gets you out of some trouble. Gets you through some water. Yep. And it's amphibious. That's true. That's another thing you forget. You can get dudes across, you know, across the uh, the damn Pegasus Bridge board. Yeah, I got your Pegasus Bridge right here as I drive across the river. <laughs> and drop 30 dudes on the other side. Right. Like, oh, crap. 24. If you're playing 24. Americans. Yeah, 24 yeah. in this one. You're right. Sorry. 24. Yeah, armies of Australia are not Americans. And no, they're not. In case of Vegemite. Although, unfortunately, in case of Vegemite. It's, it just gets me because it's, uh, it is a it is a American transport, but whatever. Isn't it? Right? It's got to be. American manufactured. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, for whatever reason, the armies of America get 30 and this get 24, but whatever. Well, I, I don't want to put too fine a point Australians on are bigger. Yeah. They're beefier. <laughs> we were wusses like, in the army? No. like So I don't understand necessarily the historical context of how many people the vehicles can hold. Is, sure. I would like to say inaccurate in this game. Uh, yeah, it definitely there. feels that way. Yeah, some vehicles no, totally. are very inaccurate. Mostly, and mostly ones I've noticed that are amphibious for some reason. Maybe that's okay. a balancing thing. I don't know. But like the duck is listed as holding twelve guys when historically it clearly holds twenty four. Right. And if you go to the Dells, it holds like thirty five. Um, the <laughs> LVT depending here, how much you pay for your ticket. Right. Right. The LVT here could. I mean, it's listed as the American holding thirty, but you take it to the British, it's the exact same thing, and it only holds twenty four. You know, there's, yeah. there's a lot of disparity. That's kind of bizarre to me, but eh, right. whatever. Right. That's when you get different writers doing different things. I know. Yeah. And, and, and no one's back-checking what they're doing. I know. 
you know, I, sorry. And then they don't want to change it now. Tangential complaint, sorry. No, and quite honestly, 2430 in most cases probably doesn't matter. Like you said, Jeff, you might throw some more dudes in there, but you might not too. Yeah, it is a lot of eggs in one basket if you start throwing six squads. Especially when it's like a 150-point or 160-point transport. Right. It's like 31 and two dozen and a half of another. Now, now just, just to say, though, that's only uh, at 150 points, that's only 60 points more than a half track with one MMG. Right. No, it's still really good. And it can go across water, and, and it's got some those, other choices. Right. Yeah. And each one of those MMGs independently would be 50 points for a regular yep. MMG. Yep. So no, it's, it's not so bad. It's not awful. I, I've, I've got one in my on my painting shelf for a reason. So... My now Marines get it may off have the shelf. One. Get it painted. Get the Marines painted. Get it in there. Bring them in. Eventually. Sorry. Sorry. Got Working on it. Sorry. Working on it. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, they will be. Done. Otherwise, you're going to get the mic mantle pretty soon. Ooh, ouch! I. Oh. <laughs> that was nobody else. Right. Nobody else that knows that, and I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know if he listens or not. Probably not. However, I did put paint on models last night. Yet again, okay. two okay, nights in good. a row. So there. You are ahead. Is that more priming, or is that actually? I actually started putting skin tone on some of the dudes. So very nice. All right, very nice. Stand world. Skin tone. Skin tones. It's got to start somewhere. I like it. I have a friend it's, that says you got to start. You got to paint a foot. You just got to paint a foot. You, you yep. paint from the inside out. So there you go. Yep, I'm working on it. Trying awesome. a couple new techniques with it. So we'll see if we can speed it up a little bit. Anyway, not so, a hobby update now, but that's the end of the transports. So that well, theaters. the other thing that we got left is. And I think we're kind of running short on time here. Is they've got a whole smattering of theater selectors, yeah, that could okay. just almost be an episode by themselves. But I don't know that we need to drain that drain that well. Of yeah, I imagine part of that was in support of the actual campaign book. The rules are current. Are, yeah, are in. Yep. So yeah, so it's it's kind of a two and one. If we come back and revisit the campaign, New Guinea, you know, should we happen to run out of topics or? get right. some overwhelming press to do so. That's, that's, we'll probably cover that time, but just know yeah. that they have a, quite a good selection available. Right, and I know your book is Campaign New Guinea, but for the record, the Australians fought from the Mediterranean, North Africa, all through the jungles, so, man, just about anywhere you can think there's a fight, these guys did it. Yep. Yeah, they were all the way up in yeah. North Africa, you said, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah I did, uh, Greece and Italy, Crete. everywhere. And- yeah. The one thing I'll say about the PDF, and I don't know if this carried through to the other one, is that it seems like all of their, the theater selectors in the PDF all have an extra infantry unit. Is that right? Because most units can have zero three extras, correct? Uh, Normally you can have Standard is two mandatory, zero four. Yeah. Is it zero four? Okay. Then it's never mind. It's the same then. Okay. I thought it was, I thought it was only zero three, but I, I was mistaken. Regardless, you can get a lot of infantry, which is awesome. Which is kind of the point. You can get your cheap tank and a bunch of dudes, because that's really what and it's coming some, down to. There's some good infantry to take. So, I mean, That's all they really have. Their, inf- their artillery is pretty subpar. You've got one yeah, of two tank choices. They can move choices. it rough ground. The they one. can. The yeah. one. <laughs> For, yeah, the one. Yeah. Got to get out of that quick thing. They've got no right? medium or heavy. They just have a light. Like, I, I guess I'm looking at this going like, they don't even give you like lots of options to do things that are not like just a bunch of infantry. You don't have you don't have a lot of choices. It's, a, got it's a flavor army. Yeah, it's what it is. No, and, I mean I did a really good job. I like it. it. I, and I, I also like, like the fact that in the New Guinea book, they credited all those guys that did the PDF right in the back. Oh, of the book. nice. That's so, pretty cool. That's good of them to do. Yeah, like 
given that there's some cool stuff in here. Yeah, I see flamethrowers all day long and a bunch of dudes that are up front. Yeah, you do Fire Nation. Yep. Some engineer squads, a, a frog. Yep. And a lot of forward deploying harassing units. Yep. And then just light them up. Yeah. Eventually. Or you do the other thing where you bring that one giant ass unit and then just lose. <laughs> <laughs> they may never come on the board though. That's that's the beauty of them. You can just keep them off the, the board. Dead the, the, the dead star. The dead star. Yeah. Dead star. <laughs> That's what it was. A bad Death Star becomes as a Dead Star. Yes, pretty much. I don't think Death. I don't think I, I, the dice really stops you from having Death Stars in this game. I think that is the limiting factor, and I think that's really nice. Order yeah. dice is the limiting factor. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it keeps it's the still, Death Stars away. It's still my favorite mechanic in a game. I think. Yep, and a lot of games in any game. Yes, that's what I mean. Any okay. game I played, not just this game, not just this game. Any yeah. game I played, I love the order dice mechanic. Yeah, I think it helps yeah. a lot. So, um, yeah, I don't think we need to go through all the theater selectors. I think just go get the New Guinea book, read them. There's how many? In, how many of them are in there, Pat? Um, I just went with a lot. Okay, so there's <laughs> a lot. There's at least six. Yeah. Let's put it that okay. way. Okay, which is which is on par with any other normal army that's not given as less treatment that this one was. Yep. So sweet. There's some good. Good rules for the Japanese in that um, campaign book as well. Yeah. So if you play Japanese, like I said, we really could go in depth a lot more at the campaign book. I mean, we're you know we're obviously just focused on future content. <clears throat> <laughs> the, <laughs> we focused on the uh, the armies of Australia in this, and yes, there is way more depth into it than just the uh, I want to say fifteen or so pages we covered. Sure, but it's a cool fourteen or fifteen pages. And they have new models, which I think definitely helps it out a lot, is they've got a lot of models to... And the models look really good, I think. I, I really dig them. I really dig that jungle fighter look. It's pretty sweet, so... Hey, look at that. Exactly 15 pages. Wow. Well done. It's like you counted them beforehand or something. No, I really didn't. That was just a, <laughs> that was a guesstimate. All right. Fair. Okay. Well, I think we can wrap it for the night. We're, like, right on schedule for most of our guys here, so... Uh, like us on Facebook, whatever. Do all those social media things. I like the whatever thrown in there. Well, because I didn't want to say Patreon again, but you just did. I did. Uh, Twitter. I don't know if we even use Twitter anymore. What is Hell that? I, I announce when we release episodes. Oh, okay. All right. So people can follow us in there to see when we release episodes. That's great. Yeah. Otherwise, there's probably less less interaction on that one than there is on Facebook. So there is. If you want to say hi or talk to us or have a question about something, talk to us on Facebook. That seems to be the, the moral of that story. Um, well, if you do it on Facebook, watch. then all of us see that. Yes. If you do it on Twitter, then only I see that. Yeah, because so. I'm not following us on Facebook, on Twitter either. I barely know what a Twitter is. I do, There's a lot of people that are Twitters, but they're, that's not what we're talking about. I think they're tweeters. Oh, all right. Yeah, get off my lawn. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't like it. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, have, I have a count, but that's all that matters. Just to read other people's hobby shit. That's all I have it for. Don't post anything. So anyway, that's all I got. Anyone else got anything before we call it? Anyone like? Did anyone not like this book? I guess we didn't talk about that. Buy it. The book or the? I really liked it. Yeah. Okay. I was going to start an Australian army, but um, just didn't in the end. Yeah. Just you're going to have to deal with metal at some point, Dale. You're just going to have to live with it. Live it. Learn it. Love it. 
or or just not and just play another game i guess my aversion my aversion to metal is so much that i've gotten rid of all my metallic paints so <laughs> i only paint non-metallic that. metal now so hey, that's, oh that's not the same thing oh my god <laughs> that's, that's not how that works that's not how any of this works jesus jesus dale's going full anti-magneto yeah i don't think there's yeah okay anyway on that note pat you want to lead us out all right guys this is snafu over and out good night Nobody else is saying goodnight. I was trying to think how they would say goodnight in Australia. <laughs> they they say good morning because they're 12 hours ahead of us. Yeah.